You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm going to rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. (laughs) Internet radio's finest. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim. Someone black just stole my car. How are my kids gonna get to the water park? If you needed a ride, just ask. Now I'm stuck at home. Guess I'll beat my wife. Just wait till Jesus gets back. He'll be real pissed off that you did that. He got some caps with your name on him, bitch ass. Keep playing games. I'll pray for you, asshole. Hey, everyone, you should read the Bible. It says don't do drugs and don't get sexually aroused when wiping your ass. And make sure you don't fuck but how? And don't give eights here, uncle. Cause I come in the name of Jesus, Mary, and all them knuckles. God is my guy. I'm rolling with my ninja Jesus Christ. Satan can suck on my cock tonight. Some yellow nigga just burned my rice. Let's go, Jesus! Now don't kill your kid with a fork. And don't fuck your grandma when she's plugged into the wall. And don't give blowjobs for a dollar in a high school bathroom. That's not cool. And don't have sex. And don't get raped. And don't masturbate in your mama's basement. And don't kill a baby with a coat hanger. And keep kosher just in case. God, the guy that you don't wanna fuck with. He'll pop all you dumb shit. And he's been around like a million years. And he's got a son. And his name is Jesus. And he died like a hundred years ago. That's that one dude who's dead on a cross. God is my guy. I'm rolling with my ninja Jesus Christ. Satan can suck on my cock tonight. Some yellow nigga just burned my rice. Let's go, Jesus! Yo, I'm always praying like every day in my church. Because no one got their salad tossed like he did. I'm saying God, God, God. Cause no one cares about God, they just wanna roll with his kid Jesus. Oh my niggas is talking about God is my guy. I'm rolling with my ninja Jesus Christ. Satan can suck on my cock tonight. Some yellow nigga just burned. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Uh, what's going on? What is up? Face. Oh. Did you watch Rick and Morty? Yes, yes I did. Do you like it? Um, As like a self-contained episode, I thought it was awesome. Like yeah. The fight between like the president was great. Yeah. As a season finale. Like when he said, you, you have the right to lick my dick. Yeah. That was my favorite. But uh yeah, no, it wasn't a season finale. Yeah, it was not. They should have ended with uh, the the fucking Rick Lannis. 
I, I heard somebody else say the so, same thing, man. That's the first thing yeah. I thought. Or even uh, Fruity Land would have been a better season finale. Like. Yeah, yeah, because I would have left that whole clone like, thing. And I was kind of yeah. You still didn't know though. You still didn't know for sure, right? Yeah, like, she was a clone or not? I don't know. I think I think they were trying to say she was because they because the change in her was so drastic. But yeah, yeah. it, it kind of like it, and like it didn't leave you like empty like season fucking one, uh, season two's finale did like. Like, yeah, he was kind of, like, cuckolded and fucking, uh, like, yeah, like, it was still was a mindfuck, kind of, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, the fucking season two finale. Yeah, you can't go out like that in season two and then yeah. end your season three in, like, a self-contained way. They like, definitely should have ended with the, the fucking Rick The Rick Lannis, absolutely. I do agree. <clears throat> the way to go with that. I think they fucked up. They yeah. They fucked up. Yeah. Guys, Dan and, Dan and uh, Justin. I think you messed up a little bit. But other than buddies. that, like, if that was, a, like, uh, an episode, like, in the middle of the season, it was yeah. a great episode. It was a great episode. Like, I yeah. love that fucking fight with the twins. I love I oh, yeah. that we tricked the president, especially at the end, thinking he was, like, what, fly fishing Fly Rick? fishing Rick. That was great. You distinguish me by my fly fishing hat. <laughs> and then he gets back, and he's like, here's your hat, stupid, <laughs> to Jerry. That, I, I love, too, and I forgot from the episode before. And, well, yeah, the one thing when she said uh, Hyman Cholo, that was like they were trying to, they were saying the planet that bitch was from or whatever, that fucking bitch that Jerry's with. And, like, and then uh, Summer just said Hyman Cholo because it didn't, because it sounded the same. Oh, okay, she right. pronounce it. Yeah. But then, uh, what the fuck? I, I just lost again. Whatever from that episode I loved that I forgot. I forgot it again. Well, fuck from it. the Fruity Land? Yeah, episode? from the Fruity oh. Land one, I think. I think. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, was, okay. I, I didn't even think of that as an ending. That would have been a good ending, too. You're right, yeah. Yeah, that fucking... That cool uh, what the fuck was it, though, from that episode that I fucking loved so much? No, I should have I should have just said it. should have just said it. I'm just going to blurt it out whenever the fuck it comes to me. I just... I, I, I almost uh, I felt... I hope it's on my deathbed. I hope it's on my deathbed, and I just fucking blurt it out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that thing they did in Fruity Land episode? Fruity Land, uh... bitches! <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, man. I just God like damn it. It, it's kind of aggravating because they uh, introduce all these like fascinating threads and then they just don't do anything. I want to know them. what the fuck happened to that Phoenix person too. Yeah, I thought maybe yeah. he was gonna be in the fucking in the, in the, the Lincoln sex tunnel or whatever the JFK sex tunnel. <laughs> that was fucking. And then that was nothing. Then that was nothing like the, the usual openings of the show. <laughs> Bit, what about the Mr. Poopy Butthole uh, uh, scene? Yeah, that was okay. Was like, yeah, it was kind of silly. He was just like making fun of the uh, the fans. What the fuck was it? Now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed. But I can't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> it's Fruity Line. Let me think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, all her like toys were great. I don't know. All the. Uh, I already said that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. The play was great. We talked about that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Incest fucking drizzle bees. <laughs> Incest rape eating babies. That was the best. I, I don't mm. know. I don't know. There was something, there was something that I fucking missed that just came to me, so whatever. Whatevs! Whatevs. Do you want to play that fucking new uh, Chet Rio song? I fucking posted it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I listened to it like 20 times today, and he's been late. Like, I, 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 was, I, I was trying to fucking figure out what the fuck to open with today with a couple different things, but then, yeah, this came out this morning. It's fucking amazing, too. It's I, amazing, uh, too. After the show last week, I just listened to all... All of his them. shit they're all great yeah, yeah even mike the one day at work was like uh i was working he wasn't there he's like what's the link to that video he's like i can't get that song out of my fucking head uh, so yeah just play that shit yep. maybe i'll remember the shit i want to remember oh, 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 oh yeah why wouldn't there be a fucking ad fucking ad what's this one called a really long time did you listen to this one yet um a little bit of it but what, 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 what does 
this mean? This means nothing. Pull forward and park. Then say that, guy. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> selfie, selfie. Yeah, I did like that I it was just like over a selfie. selfie. I'm not leaving yeah. without a selfie. Selfie, selfie. Submit for the selfie. Selfie, selfie. Am I getting a selfie? Ooh, we, ooh, we wanna see me. Sorry, I never showed up. Ooh, we. What did you do while you were away? Hopefully, you didn't just waste your life. Ooh, we. that those twins they originally thought were the twins from The Shining but they're the twins from you ever see that movie uh, Wish Mountain like no. they're wearing all the same clothes about these two kids mm-hmm. that had like uh, telekinesis this one was from yeah. that, that other episode when they got to the dad's apartment and they were like oh, how they put it like uh, this place looks looks pretty clean it looks less like a crack house and more like a cocaine house that was oh okay right. that was <laughs> yeah. that line was fucking amazing that line was amazing but yeah, that fight, that fight was the shit. Yeah. Was the shit. Where you been, Creepy Lucas? Sleepy Lucas. You fucking, you, you fucking destroyed a very uh, a strong friendship. And one of my colleagues <laughs> last week called in and, and you left a stack of show names because he's thinking of changing the name of his show. And uh, I, I found the stack you left with all the ideas, like uh, Two Knuckles Deep. Oh, no, that was mine. I did admit to that one. Yeah. I tweeted that. But you left a, that's, that's something else. Get, get off of that. Get off of that. No, but there was other ones. <laughs> like, like what, what were the things? I like, uh, what, what were the other? Enough. Just think of them. Remember them. Uh, oh, well, one of them was, um, I touched those kids. I touched the, their hearts. Yeah, you, you have said, I'm a dirty kid toucher. I uh, was one of his. Uh, one, <laughs> uh, these are names for his show. Yeah, it was It was um, like, I can't go uh, more than 10 feet near a, a, an elementary uh, school. I'm like, Joel, it's... <laughs> yeah, it was like... I, I suck cock out of Mike Joel. Drunk driving into, into houses with Mike Joel. It's like, and, and we've been we've been esteemed colleagues of his for a while now, and, and I... 
he hasn't yeah. even responded to tweets anymore. Because I'll back you 100% though, Sleepy Lou, because I got you on this, bro. Because those were some great ideas. I don't know why he's being so ungrateful. Yeah. I don't know why he fucking didn't like that shit. I loved it. So did everyone else in the room. <laughs> Honey, I touched the kids. The best was the other day. I did a couple jobs. A couple jobs with my buddy Mike. We were doing some fucking real mafia shit. And uh, anything that went wrong, anything that was bad, he just referred to as Mike Jolitz. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real fucking Mike Jolitz. Look at these Mike Jolitzes over here. What, do they want to get married now? They're already having sex with each other. Why do they gotta, why do they gotta let the Mike Jolitz adopt kids? That's what he said. Nice. And, and he's, you're probably the reason he didn't come back. I don't know. I don't know, Sleepy Lucas, but keep up what you're keeping up. up. Keep it up, buddy. You're doing a good job. <laughs> we got a sweet bedtime story for later. We got we got a great fucking too many rapes. Ooh. And I was going to need somebody to do another character because I can't do everything. I can't do everything. Um. Oh, you want to hear the Ryder reacts? Yes. And Ryder said, too, she's not going to take any. When she calls next in her next interview, you have to be here. She's not going to take any. Any excuses? Oh, you not hear oh is he leaving? He's just like, no, fuck this. I'll leave right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um. Oh, what's it? That the splitter? No, it's the headset. The headphones? Fuck. You got a problem with my fucking headphones? Yeah, I'd break them, bro. Just start fucking slamming. Stealing somebody else's headphones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit the mic. Go hit He's the mic. Breaking somewhere. everything. I love it. He's like Slambo and Sleepy Lucas all together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy. He's sloppy Lucas. Any better? <laughs> a lot better. All right. <laughs> all right. See? He was right. <laughs> He's fucking. Uh, what's that called? Troubleshooting. Troubleshooting, Troubleshooting everything for us. He's the okay. best fucking intern ever. He's the second coming. That's it. That's Sarah's. So when Sarah gets her, oh, why you that you took Sarah's shit? Yeah, I'm you took Sarah's her. headphones. Now, now we're gonna have another person <laughs> mad at us over you. <laughs> he gives him the Rick. <laughs> that's Rick's. That's Rick's. God damn. <laughs> oh, here. Here's the rider reacts. Fuck. Without any further ado. This is a big one. Now it's time for Rider Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody, it's Ryder, and it's another day, another episode of Ryder Reacts. This one's going to be a doozy. You all have to pay very, very good attention, because there's going to be an interactive quiz at the end. So, here we go. Tonight's term from Urban Dictionary dot com is Tennessee log jammer. <laughs> Tennessee log jammer is a noun. It's a noun. Three words <clears throat> spelled T E N N E S S E E L O G J A M M E R. And the first definition of the term Tennessee log jammer is a sex act involving three guys, one woman, and yeah. a ladder. Ooh, this, I like where this complicated is sexual act <laughs> involves this is two amazing. men climbing up the ladder. 
the woman arches her body okay. beneath the ladder, resembling a common log jammer. And then the men take consecutive dumps on her back. That's beautiful. <laughs> with the natural channel conformed of her spine, <laughs> the logs will go down. And finally, the better. third man waits at the end I was wondering what he was gonna with do. his mouth open <laughs> to receive the logs. He's hungry. The example this? that yeah, corresponds so. to definition number one is guy number one. Hey, did you get the ladder? Guy number two. Yeah. Steel. So it can hold us both. Nice. Guy number one. I can't wait for the Tennessee log jammer tonight. Guy number two. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> Guy number three. Do I get to eat the shit this time? Guys, number one and two. It's your turn that our sliding dumps from the girl's back enter your mouth. Nice. Hot. I think we all agree that we can move on to definition number two. Okay. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definition number two of Tennessee log jammer is the act of forcing a large object. For example, a wooden handle, a bowling pin, a small novelty bat, etc. into the anus of a willing and toothless girl from Tennessee or from Gloucester right. City, New Jersey or Gloucester. while severely impacting the colon. Nice impact. Oh, that's a, the sentence that's that corresponds to definition right? number two of Tennessee Log Jammer is I met a girl at a bar called the Pirate's Den. Bought her a few drinks. We later went to a motel. And she demanded that I give her a Tennessee log jammer until she split in two. The third definition of a Tennessee log jammer is the use of a butt plug on long road trips so as to eliminate the need for bathroom breaks. That's a good or one too. The use of depends. Not as fun as number one, but <laughs> this sentence that corresponds to definition number three is Dude, I was running so late this morning. I didn't even have time to make deuce. So I did a Tennessee log jammer so I wasn't late for class. <laughs> Fuck my life hard. This is the worst thing I've ever had to talk about. Are we um, ruining her? There's Sweet so girl. much to unpack. <laughs> <This>. <laughs> As you've noticed, well, first of all, I want to say thank you if you've stayed with me this long and you haven't turned off the Robin Slim show. Oh, they're staying. They love this show. Secondly, as you noticed, we sort of broke um, the pattern of having similar definitions. All three of these are vastly, vastly different. So that's where you guys come in. What is a Tennessee lockjammer? You're going to have to think about this. Is it the first definition where it's this sick 
fucking disgusting act. Beautiful. No one does this. This isn't a thing. This is not right. Okay. I've done it. Like first of all, it's a lot of preparation. You have to get a fucking ladder that can hold two men. Sometimes they're easier to find. Two guys fucking pooping on her. (laughs) Then some other guy's gonna eat it. Like I know. Trust me. I know. It's so complex. So many layers to this. People are sick fucks. No. I know that there's some people who like to eat poop. <laughs> but I don't think that there's like four people who somehow have found exactly. each other. And all four of them are just like down for this. Enough so that it would be a thing. Okay? Like, no. It's not a thing. And Somebody has to have done it at If it is a thing, yeah. it's the worst fucking thing <laughs> that I've ever heard. And of all these things... I'll do every single one of the other things that we talked about so far on Rider Reacts. Um, Wait, what were the other ones? Bef- like 10 times over before I ever want any Pink socks. I, felt you were, I don't think she'd do a pink sock. No, I don't think she'd do a pink sock. She'd be down she'd with the felt. Right. She said that. So, no. But I don't know about the straw. Okay. Who thinks it's option number one? Do you guys think so? I think it's yeah. option number one. It's absolutely option number one. It can't be anything else. It's these three fucking guys. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Totes, malotes, dog. <laughs> that's, that's what I fucked it up for. Here we go. I don't know. Where were we? Hey, I where were we? Okay. Like, so no. You're going to have to fix this. Okay. Is this Who thinks here? it's option number one? Do you okay. guys think so? Is yes. it a sick fucking sex act? Where it's not sick. It's these three fucking guys Some loves it. Yeah, and the most, they just like it's, it's I don't know art. get together every now and then and rotate who gets to be the one at the bottom what of the What if they're not good logs though? What if it's like sloppy diarrhea? Poop sliding down her back it could be and three then three girl with a guy and a ladder. That's your first option. Lucas is trying to figure out how he can make it straight. (laughs) FYI, you might. Are you still eating the poop with the two girls pooping on the girl? You might think I'm sick for sending me this word. You might think I'm sick for recording this. But guess what? You're fucking listening, and you're gonna fucking vote about this (laughs) in a few minutes. So stop judging. Let's look at the second definition of the Tennessee log jammer. This is the one where. Okay. I kind of love this one, <laughs> simply because it's so specific. Um, a large object of some kind is forced into this girl's ass. I really, really, really fucking love whoever wrote this. This is like the first time I've ever actually really enjoyed <laughs> someone since you were in Urban Dictionary. I love that this guy's like, first of all, points out that it has to be consensual. Love you for That's- that. Whoever you so are. So does the other one, though. The other one has to be. Then, I also love that he points out that the girl the has to be toothless <laughs> and from Tennessee or Gladcaster City, New Jersey. I have no idea where that is. It's a real shithole. Gladcaster City, Southwest. New Jersey is, but you guys all probably do. It's like Deptford. Um, it's so hilarious. It's okay, so <laughs> clearly this guy has like a personal agenda about some girl from that town in New Jersey, and I sort of want to <laughs> hit him up and know his story. But anyway. <laughs> Do you think that it's option number two? I can live with this. I can live with this. I do want to comment, though, on the this? example in which no. he meets her at the pirate's number den. number one, and that's it. <laughs> Takes her to a motel. I mean, I guess if this is the chick, if she's looking for a Tennessee logjammer, 
and she's some toothless fucking skank. Yeah, I guess you are going to take her like a motel. I was just initially going to say, like, don't take a girl to a motel. She's not take fancy enough. Take her somewhere fucking classy. For else. But no, I guess this bitch is like totes motel material. <laughs> so I'm not going to judge hardcore. Totes Malone stuff. Okay. <laughs> so do you think that it's option number three? No. There should be a woman two. with that sorry. tattoo, Guys, like really a tramp confused. stamp. Totes motel material. Do you think that was option number two? <laughs> if so, amazing. you're going to vote for number two. Luke has got to get that. Yes. <laughs> Lastly. Let's look again at option number three of a Tennessee log jam. Oh, the butt plug. This is the one that deals with going to the bathroom. Oh, do they all deal with that? No, the first one. Okay, let me be more specific. This is the option where you use a butt plug. Yeah, so far sounds like the best option, right? But yeah, apparently in this situation, you're using a butt plug, not for pleasure, but to, like, fucking stop yourself from needing to use the bathroom, that's not going to work. Okay? I, I really don't think that's going to work. And if it did, if someone used a butt plug for that purpose, one, I'm going to say, <laughs> I don't know. No, Slim, you should do this in, like, a month. Plug for that. I like this because I feel like it's a setup for the first definition. Like so it's like I'm, I'm doing a Tennessee log jam. I these logs. Yeah. So I can do a Tennessee log jam later. And they were like, why do you have a butt plug in? And he came up with this stupid story. Yeah, he must have got caught the butt plug, that guy. Like, how do you do that? Like, no just pants your buddy. And you're like, why is the butt plug in your ass? I don't know. We should have asked Mike Joltz when we talked to him. Anyway, I mean, I don't know because pretty girls don't go number two. We got that Mike Joltz plug in you, Mike Joltz. I have no idea. I'm not really a voice of authority on this. But do you think it's this option? Do you uh, think a Tennessee log jammer is when you stick a butt plug up your butt when you have like a long road trip just so that you don't have to go to the bathroom? Hmm. It doesn't sound good for you. It doesn't sound safe. But that is option number three. So this is what I need you to do. You are yep. going to go onto Twitter. Yeah, you fucking are going to go onto Twitter. You're going to do what I tell you to. I do whatever go onto Twitter. You're going to fucking follow the Robin Slim Show. Yeah, you're you're also going to follow me, Flirt Rider Doll. When you follow the Robin Slim Show, you're going to look for the poll that they put up. And you're going to choose. And whichever wins the poll, we are going to make the official definition of a Tennessee logjammer. Nice. Do it. I just posted it. Better do it, I say. We didn't know if you don't. Also, if you have something to add, you can give the boys a call. They're obviously on right now, and you're listening to them. So I just want to say give them a call. Let them know your feelings on this fucking horrifying situation and the fact that we really do need to know what this means one way or another. We have to come to a fucking conclusion, you guys. And we need your help. So you're doing God's work. Please help us. Anyway, this is Ryder Doll. And you guys know where to find me. So when when the one wins, I, the sentence I can make for it, you know, we'll have to repost it on Urban Dictionary. And the sentence will be like, Slim was conceived at a Tennessee logjammer. Yes. All right, cool. And 
I feel like like whatever one wins, somebody has to perform it. Like that's. I just posted the fucking poll, <laughs> and uh, if anyone wants to call, it's 609-891-8896. So give us a call. We're going to break. All right. We'll See you. See you at the Tennessee Log Jammer. <laughs> Fuck, where's my ads? Like that <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hey guys, it's Rider Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. You are listening to The Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. Uh, where the fuck Sleepy Lucas left? I think he's uh, gonna, he's gonna go smoke a cigarette. He's, he's, gonna, story. he's gonna come back. I just, I just gave it to him. Fuck. You're chattery gave it today. To him hard? I gave it to him hard. I gave him a um, you, uh, Tennessee uh, log jabber. He's what? And it's very chattery. That's not even a uh, word. Chattery. Chatty. Chattery. Real chatty, fucking sleepy bag well, of shit. Why? Why, why, why is he so? Chattery. I thought he was sleepy. <laughs> I thought he was always so tired. He couldn't really even talk. This is not the this is not the guy I hired. What?
The fucking rapecation got them all, all rejuvenated. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. Dude, you, you, I, I, I don't even have get get Benadryl. Get fucking. We should. I should have had bus pills on me. We could have pilled them up. We could have pilled them all the fuck up. God damn it. What the fuck? God damn it. I don't even know what to do with this guy. Fuck. Why isn't he wearing his fucking nightcap? He needs to wear this everywhere. Even when he goes out for smokes. <laughs> fuck. God damn it. Man, nobody's going to recognize him without the nightcap. No. I, I just got to sit here and wait for this fucker. It's, uh, we should send him out with the nightcap and demand like people to like take pictures with him to jerk him off or jerk him off yeah okay and uh <laughs> what are you gonna do is just things or all right yeah we could do the drift i guess while we're waiting on this how's he smoke he can barely talk <laughs> does he slip a lot when he smokes i don't know <laughs> we'll give him a mic next time he goes out does for he have an smoke. extra hole for smoking <laughs> possibly <laughs> fuck all right he's a real health nut that sleepy lucas Sleeps all the time and smokes. <laughs> the life, man. Sleeping two, and smoking. Two feet in the grave with Sleepy Lucas. <laughs> That's a new fucking segment. Two feet in the grave. <laughs> two feet in the grave. Oh, this is a good song. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Let me get the music all queued up. All Let's right. see. Where's my playlists? Driz sings. It's I don't know where it is. I just copied it in the fucking. I got my own. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. This one. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. And now it's time for Driz sings the hits. I'm in it too, fuckers. Coming over in my direction. What's the name of the song? <laughs> I didn't want to try to avoid it. Just pick a tune. Despacito. Despacito. Justin Bieber. Louis Fonzi. Why Daddy Yankee. Coming over in my direction. So thankful for that. It's such a blessing. Yeah. Turn every situation into heaven. Yeah. Oh, oh. You are my sunrise on the darkest day. Got me feeling some kind of way. Make me want to savor every moment slowly, slowly. You fit me tailor-made. Love how you put it on. Got the only key, know how to turn it on. The way you nibble on my ear. The only words I want to hear. Baby, take it slow so we can last long. <laughs> oh, two, oh, two, Aries E, uh, man. Yo, soy el metal, me boy. <laughs> Acer kendo, why, boy? Armado, ill plan. Solo con, I hate you, and solo. See, Arcillo El Puzzle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Easter, Gustin, Wastalunomo. Todos, Miss, Santos, Van, Pitendo, Mas, Easto, Hey, Q, Tomolosin, Ningun, 
Oprah. <laughs> Despacito. Quilla Respiro Tio Despacito. Dijo Q T Dijo Cusis A Udo Pura Q T or Cursi no Istos Conomogotis. Kio Desuto al Fisto. Despacito. Promo in Las Puertos de Tu Labrinto. Why? Hazarda tu crapotadu an monosuka soup 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 kua via berla tia pilo kula siro tio ritma woo woo kua lia rusana mia boca woo woo tus lagras fravitos Frito, frito, baby. The jam subrafisar tas zosas di palagrora. Whoa, whoa, hasta provocatas grutas. Whoa, whoa. Why cue olivitis tala aplado? Alright. <laughs> uh, see, tap, pito, beso, van. De melo yo se que estas pensadolo levo tiempo in dolo mami esto es dando y dandolo sabes que tu corazon conmigo tu hands bang bang sabes que esta baba esta buscando de mi bang bang uh, then, uh, prove it di mi boca para ver como te sabe. Quiero, quiero, quiero ir canto amor. Uh, ti, 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 capacabe. Yo no tengo prisa. Yo mi quiero dar el lengue. Mi pinga es pesimoso lento. Despuse. Pasito, a pasito, suave, sausito, nas, vamos, pegadu, pacuato, a pacuato, quando ta mi visos, quan isos, tester si, va qua, ars mas quan da liquidi. Pasito, a pasito, suave, suave, sito, nas, vamos, pega, do, poquat, a poquat, yes, q, as a bella z, yes, un, rumpa, sapa, sis, parapa, rumpa, pum, pum, rumpa, pum, pum, manta, trolla, aqua, Tango la pasa o this pasito quala estate que la this pasito da ja que da duga cosa o u do para que ta ostro dos sa no estes kanmaga 
despicacy. Quia does not draw a boost For my ease, less. My jaw sucks at cock. Brera does the T. Lumbra ito. Why has a D to a Q upon to do on Monastrico? Soup, sup, soup, sup, sup. Cura verbality pala quarasi tura ritmo. Whoa, whoa. Cola in sarissa. Me buka. Whoa, whoa. Toss lagras favorite sis favorita favorita baby. The jama super berser tars. Zamas di Pelagro. Whoa, whoa. Hasta Provrarakar. Tas Gritos. Whoa, whoa. Why, Quiu. Oi, Vitis type. Impeladu. Despacito, this is how we do it down in Puerto Rico. I just want to hear you screaming, I bendito. I can move. Forever, Kondo, este contigo, bello. Desperito, Kuro, Resperito, Tia, Cosa, Set Desperito, Deja, Cuta, Diga, Cosis, Odo, Para, Q, Tu, Acocious, Ses, No, Estes, Conmago, Des. I keep forgetting what it is. Desperito, Kuro, Des. A piece desperito. Forma as and last paradis de telabrita. Why has her dad to current to do an manio sito? Soup sub 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 soup sub soup sub. What the fuck? I know it's terrible. You did good. I don't fucking know any of that shit. I think the only way we can calm down from that is a bedtime story. Holy shit. Sleepy Lucas. I almost wanted just Lucas to start reading it. I'm like, you fucking finish this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that was the best thing in the world. I barely speak English right. Like, come on. Did, did you send him the bedtime story? Yeah, I, I got did. It. Okay. I almost sent it to another one of my friends. Oh, that would be really great if you started just, to send it. Just, <laughs> this is like creepy shit to tell of you. All right, let's see. Where's the... Uh, oh, there. wait, no, that's your song. Where's... uh? Fuck. I got to find it. You weren't here one week. It had to come out of the fucking playlist. <clears throat> bedtime. Stories. What the fuck is it? God damn it. Where's all my shit? I don't know why this thing is so fucking retarded. Windows Media Player. Let's see if I just put in Sleepy Lucas. Let's see what this is. This should be it. Yes. And now it's time for bedtime stories with <sighs> Sleepy Lucas. Tonight's story is Sleeping Booty.
Once upon a time, in the sleepy little fishing village of Little Egg Harbor, lived a supple young deckhand named Lucas. Lucas's captain, Christian Vogel, the large, was a particular salty old skipper who Lucas was forced to work for him because of his father's addiction to opium and man whores. And they forgot fentanyl. He was so in debt that Lucas was working to pay off the money his father owed to Captain Vogel, who ran the man brothel slash opium dens in the village. While Lucas tried as hard as he could to not follow the oyster traps or other such contraptions on the vessel, he often fell victim of his own narcolepsy and would fall down wherever he was into the deepest of slumbers. The mean fat captain would do things to him like stick an eel or blowfish up his rectum or pour chum down his trousers while he was fast asleep. On this day, Lucas thought things would be different. He was leaving on a month-long climbing expedition with Captain Vogel, and he was hoping to find a, big per a pearl big enough to free his father of his debt and himself from his life of servitude. The sun shone so brightly that fair morning of their departure that Lucas thought for sure he wouldn't be falling asleep anytime soon. But shortly after setting sail, he was found face down ass up in the latrine he'd been told to swab. The captain was so furious that he pulled down Lucas's pants and jammed the mop panel right up his dirty little poop suit. Lucas didn't wake up but came all over the floor. The captain Ollie turned on now knew what he would do to the sweet young deck boy the next time he fell asleep. When Lucas woke he was in the worst pain imaginable. He pulled the mop handle out of his sphincter, but it was left full of splinters that he couldn't remove the spikes. Went upward and up his anal cavity, and he was afraid that he may not even be able to sit properly. Fortunately for Lucas's splintery colon, the captain never fed him. The climbing expedition was a colossal failure. The large captain grumbled that his manhor opium palace better have fetched enough seckles to pay for his booze and opium shipment arriving in a few days from the Orient along with all the bonnet supplies he ordered from adamandeve.com using discount code ROB. As they were nearing the port, Lucas fell asleep at the front of the ship and the captain couldn't help but to put his new plan into action. He pulled down Lucas's tights and proceeded to penetrate his hiney with his little crooked scurvy ridden Captain Cock. After entering Lucas, Christian tried pulling out but the splinters from the mop panel dug into his penis and he couldn't remove it at all. They were stuck together in the most inconvenient of positions. The ship was now so close to the village and Christian was panicking, thinking, trying to pull his dick out of this ship boy. But the splinters dug in deeper into Lucas's ship pipe and the captain's shriveled wiener. The ship crashed into the port 
at an astronomical speed, and the captain was knocked unconscious upon impact. Lucas's father, who was high as fuck from smoking opium all morning, found the two and smiled. He was finally able to put together a plan to free himself from Vogel's clutches. The captain and Lucas awoke in a cage in the middle of town, while Lucas's father was screaming through a megaphone. Come one, come all! See the conjoined sodomy twins I've captured in a hunting expedition to the Aztec jungles. An extra three prints and you can fuck the fat one. Lucas cried and came while the captain screamed in pain and punched him in the ribs. They both passed out from exhaustion and would wake up repeating this, that scenario over and over for many more years to come. Lucas's father had never been prouder of him more or more wealthy in his life. The end. That was great. Awesome. That was an epic tale of sea voyages. <clears throat> like you, you got the cat sitting on you and I think he was like snoring or something throughout <laughs> that. I, I just keep hearing like whatever fucking weird ad noises the you cat's can, making. You can edit out when his phone... Shit out, right? Yeah, cool. yeah, I'll fix it all. Because that yeah. needs to be told in one epic. One big. One epic uh, fucking. Uh, yeah, well, at least at this point. Well, thank God there's, <laughs> no, r- there, there's no real person named Christian Vogel that would be no, offended would by never. any of that. <laughs> no. He would <laughs> never have a problem with that, would he? <laughs> I don't think so. I, 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 think, I think he would be honored to be to, in the fairy tale of such fucking stature. Should, uh, what do we got time for? What do we got time for? Time for, uh, other drizzings. That was like a 15-minute drizzing. <laughs> Maybe we'll take a, uh, What's quick the break? translation? There was a translation. I almost uh, just clicked oh, see the Quelch translation. Oh, Quelch and Sawicki. That's a translation. Quelch and Sawicki. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, that was my new, uh, fucking, uh, like, cop buddy movie idea. Because I saw that sign at the bus stop, if you want to show everybody. I saw, this, I guess, somebody running for something, Quelch and Swicky, but was for Barnegat Board of Ed. But fuck that. They should be, that should be a cop movie, right? That it sounds should, like a perfect yeah, absolutely. cop movie title. Quelch and Swicky. I was thinking, like, Quelch, Quelch, he's fucking suspended for, like, I don't know, killing an elderly guy in Crossfire. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's getting into. And, and like, a lot of damage to the fucking city. So he's living in a houseboat with his pet monkey. He's drinking fucking cheap booze, like whiskey and fucking bourbon and all that shit. He fucking, he's pissed drunk. And like this little Asian boy, this little China boy comes in and he's like, oh, Swicky got framed for um, murder in Chinatown. And so he's like, fuck, fuck, I, I was suspended. I, I, all I got is my monkey and my cheap booze. Fuck off, Hop Sing. And then uh, and then the Asian boy, like, he, he refuses to leave. So, like, Quelch, he, he fucking throws up all over himself and he's, he's a fucking mess. He's passing out. And then the Asian boy, like, stays and he bathes him and it's, it's a real, like, it's a real beautiful <laughs> scene. Hard, hard like, touch. yeah, there's, like, fucking soft music playing and shit while this oh, little wow. Asian boy fucking sponge bathes him and cleans him up. And so then in the morning, he's like, oh, you, you, you fucking proved your point. Let's go save Swicky. And, and so, uh, you know, like, this Quelch, he's like a badass with a heart of gold. He's, he's the best. But, uh,. You know, then him and the Chinese boy and the monkey, it's like their big adventure. They infiltrate drug dens and shit like that. Then then, then I guess they slip up and then they get like captured and they get, they get caught. Oh. They got got. But then like the monkey escapes because the rope's a little loose. All right. And then all he right. gets out and he finds, and he runs into Dr. Dre. And oh, Dr. Wow. Dre is like on the way to a show and the monkey's like, and but I don't know. I think he can understand a monkey. 
I think black people can understand monkeys. I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to be, it's going to have sign language or something. Right, so, right. uh, yeah. And Dr. Dre, he teaches the blind people. He teaches everybody. So, uh, he convinces Dr. Dre to, to like come. And so it's like Dr. Dre and like a hundred thugs, like raid this fucking like opiate drug den in fucking Chinatown. And it's a big shootout. And then like at the end, all the, all the, all the gooks, all the chinks, whatever the proper term is, they're dead. And then everybody except Dre, like all, Dre's whole crew, died but Dre's still alive him and the mom, and like so Quelch is like you gotta help you gotta it's not over we gotta go save Swicky he's he's being he's charged for murder in, in little Chinatown or something we gotta go we gotta go uh free him and shit and Dre's like yeah but I have a concert and those are my backup dancers so they're like alright if, if you agree to help us we'll be your backup dancers so then they go and then the monkey and the, the little gook and then Quelch they, they dance their fucking asses off for Dr. Dre and then they have a great time like the crowd loves it and then they're like fuck Swicky we're just gonna go on this European tour together and then it's like, it's like sweet. It's sweet. They're doing like drugs. They got hookers in, in the fucking like limo and shit. They're doing fucking coke off the hookers tits and shit. It's a good, it's a good fucking time. It's a good time. It's a good movie. That that's amazing. That's more <clears throat> twist than an M Night Shyamalan yeah, right? film. Like that was like twist. I, I think like, it's like any of that coming. Big shootout in Little China. Or something. Yeah, like, yeah, that was real. Great. Like the original title. So do we ever figure out what happened to Sawicki? Or <laughs> nobody that, gives like, a shit. Nobody. <laughs> You're just cutting the credits with the fucking sweet Dre song. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking monkey <laughs> flinging shit everywhere. It's it's good. It's good. And don't forget Dr. Dre at the end. Providing Captain Vogel with all that opium. Yes, that could be like a little side story. Yeah. It could be in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, it could be in the sequel. Like, yeah, they infiltrate. Like, yeah, you're creating a whole universe, yeah, and you can start crossing a move. Save that. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you're shining too strong for this, for this bit. Because we're going to break. We'll think about that. We'll think about that for the next, the next episode with Dr. Dre. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Uh, here we go. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. 
So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Uh, send him too many rips. I need somebody to be a political advisor as well. Um, I, I could do political advisor. I've never All done, right. a, yeah, never done a, a second voice? character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do be. it as the drift. <laughs> is no. that what you do, Brian has? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> of one voice. <laughs> no, 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 I'll try to make it different. <laughs> one wipe Charlie. Yeah. All right. Where's TMR? Here we go. One year ago, a crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up, getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. It's too many rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. As Frankie plans to unveil his legal changes of Wednesday to Rapes Day, the city is in total uproar. He is sweating profusely, teeing off and shotting up while a crippled man sits nervously gagged and bound to a wheelchair. At this moment, his chief advisor runs into his office nervously and completely out of breath. For Christ's sakes, Mayor Tube Stakes, is this really a good idea? Uh, Of course it is, fuckface. I can't go out there all chillaxed if I don't shoot up first. I'm talking about this handicapable person you're about to rape on your balcony to kick off rapes giving or whatever the fuck you call it, sir. Half the crowd out there is vehemently against this shit. Uh, fuck you, acting all high and mighty all of a sudden. You 
you weren't like this when you were licking my asshole for this position. And of course it's a good idea. I I've armed guards all around the perimeter of the courtyard, as well as undercover ones in the crowd, you jerk off. No one will touch me, you fucking nervous prick. It's, 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 it's the only way to teach the first rule of rape stay. It's not rape if they can't run. And with that, the proud new male wheeled the crippled man onto the balcony and addressed the podium. Uh, hey everybody, it's it's me, it's it's Mayor Tubestakes. I'm here to implement the change of Wednesday to Rapes Day. Everyone has been given a new calendar. Uh, the rules are, are, are in the front 13 pages. If you, if you don't want to be raped, stay the fucking side or something, you fucking scumbags. And, and to show you the first rule of the rape club, I'm, I'm going to rape this creepy, creepy boy right here. Don't, don't forget, it's, it's not rape if they can't run. Half the crown groaned in disgust while the other half was loving it. As Frankie finished, he declared rape's day official start. Half the crowd started running and were stopped by the armed guards while the other half raped them. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, back too many rapes penitentiary. Ah, fuck it. You know what's there. I don't get paid enough for this shit. Brian, this is so great watching Frankie together. Uh, it's okay. The old warden was much sexier. <laughs> I'm the only fucking warden that's ever been here, you stupid junkie. And if everything goes according to plan, you should be free in a week or so. Then you can rape freely in the streets like everyone else. Yeah, but I don't think you realize this, new warden. Frankie plans to release every inmate in there. Then you'll be out of a job, you slurpy bastard. Fuck. Put your clothes back on and get, to the, fu get the fuck out of my office, Brian. I'm gonna make a call right now to Maritube States. I just, I just had to talk to you last week. This, this better be good. Frankie, Brian just told me that you plan to release all the prisoners next week. Will I be out of a job? <laughs> uh, don't worry, you dipshit. Your job will be safe. I have it all worked out. Now go fuck off. I have a oral shit to take. Uh. God damn it, that's too many rapes. It's good. And you are kidding when you said darkest season of too many rapes. <laughs> Holy it? shit. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like I wanna know what happens next, man. Mm. Like what what is Frankie's plan? What is like Right? How is the warden still gonna have a job? Like what happens when he releases all these inmates? Fuck. Is he gonna be nice to Brian when Brian gets out? That's what I'm more concerned about. Like I hope Brian's dead <laughs> in the next episode. We got some drizzle news or uh I guess we'll do uh celebrity news. I don't all know right. what's 
What's better? We had a slim spiracy. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was. That's why I didn't, wow. I didn't even open it. So I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Where's uh, that's Drizzly's? All right, there. Some somebody. Let's see what else. <laughs> oh yeah, let's just do. Uh, let's you do Tom Petty. Okay. You do Tom Petty song. No, the oh, song. Oh, just sing. Yeah, yeah. just Tom Petty died. Everybody. That's the big. He did. The big reveal. When I think did this so. happen? I don't know. No, I'm just right. It's, All right. So Slim's gonna sing "American Girl," and awesome. that's gonna be enough to take us a break. I feel. <laughs> oh, it's got an got an ad for a fucking shitty karaoke song. <laughs> yeah. I know. He just needs to get a fucking ad blocker. Yeah. They make those. That's racist. Yeah. <laughs> don't All right. Say that shit. Here we go. American Girl. It's a whole bunch of words. Key of D. Where's the song? There you go. It's taking forever. I'm gonna do my best Tom Petty. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> How long is this fucking intro? Jesus Christ. Here it goes. Well, she was an American girl. Raised on promises. She she couldn't help thinking that there was a little more life somewhere else. After all, it was a great big world with lots of places to run to. Yeah, and if she had to die trying, she had one little promise she was gonna keep. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Take it easy, baby. Make it last all night. She was an American girl. Well, it was kind of cold that night. She studied it all over the balcony. Yeah, she could hear the cars roll by. Out on 441, like waves crashing on the beach. And for one desperate moment there, he crept back in her memory. God, it's so painful, something that's so close but still so far out of reach. Oh, yeah. All right. Take it easy, baby. Make it last all night. She was an American girl. Musical break, 16 measures. <laughs> Get this air guitar. Bro. I can't even do that. <laughs> Next time I'm gonna bring guitar hero shit for him.
Rest in peace, Tom Petty. <laughs> All right, Slim. I got to wonder. Did Stevie Wonder teach you how to play the air guitar? He did. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rest of the song? Oh, is there four? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't Should I do know. another song? What's, yeah. What's another uh, Maybe there's, uh, Free Fallen. That's my free favorite. Ballin', yeah. I like that one. Free Fallen. Yeah. Is this, is this karaoke? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Right. It's karaoke Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty. See, none, none in caps. None of... All right, let me start that over. Oh, that's a good one. All right. For real this time. I wasn't serious on the last one. For real, Zizio. She's a good girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus. And America, too. She's a good girl. She's crazy about Elvis, loves horses, and her boyfriend too. And it's a. <laughs> I got into it, I got into it. And it's a long day living in Reseda. There's a freeway running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy. Cause I don't even miss her I'm a bad boy For breaking her heart And I'm free Free falling Yeah I'm free Free falling All the vampires walking through the valley move west down Venture Boulevard and all the bad boys are standing in the shadows and the good girls are home with broken hearts and I'm free I'm free falling. Yeah, I'm free. Free falling solo. <laughs> I think Lucas should sing it with you. He should. <laughs> or we should all sing it again. <clears throat> solo. <laughs> I've, I've paid a lot of money for my vocal abilities. Here we go. Everybody, everybody join in. Uh, All right, glide, glide down yeah, Muhammad. over Mohammed. I, I want to ride there in the sky. In the sky. Yo, I'm going to freeze fall out into nothing. nothing. Gonna Get leave this, this world, for, world a for a while. Now I'm free falling, free falling, yeah, free falling, yeah, free falling, yeah, I'm free, free falling, solo. I've AIDS, baby. Where's my solo? I have a solo somewhere in here. Uh, where's 
Where's my fucking solo? Yeah, I'm free. I'm gonna put sour cream all over your bunghole, baby. Yeah, yeah. Fallen. Fallen. I'm free. Fallen. Lick, lick, lick my balls. Free fallen. Mm. Disqualified. <laughs> free falling. I'm free falling. You are the suppository, baby. I'm sticking my my finger off my ass. I nigh. Ah, still here, My mom. Get three months of music with no interruptions. Is there another song? Uh, let's see. Oh, that's like Hello. <laughs> the cell phone of Peter Morrow Gentile Jr. Junior, he's a junior right now. But if you leave your name, whatever happened to his game? His hungry, hungry pitbulls game. Get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Have a nice day. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Slambo, yeah, we need I'm you. Free, free falling. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, I think I think he's selling his game. He's out horking his fucking shit on the curb. It's a race. It's a chase. Hurry up and feed their face. Who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the hungry pit bulls. Hungry, hungry pit bulls by Slamo Toys. <laughs> uh, Remember when he was like making that? Yeah. The time goes so fast. The girl so fast. Where the fuck does the time go? <laughs> I think he based it off a news story or something where some little boy got eaten by like eight pit bulls. I didn't even remember that. Remember the one where the pit bull like died when it froze to the fence? Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> it died from... And the news video was so ridiculous because they kept like showing the fucking dead There was two dogs, dog. I think. There was one that was still alive, like all weepy about the yes. frozen one. <laughs> oh fuck, where was Drizzle News back then? We needed some Drizzle News back then. Oh fuck! I guess we'll go take a break real quick, and then we'll All be right. back with uh with somebody with uh, Preston, Preston Gunderson. All right, I can love so, the Preston. Yeah, love the yeah. gun. I'm gonna start Everybody calling him the loves gun. The guns, forever gun. That's what I call. <laughs> forever <him>. gun. <laughs> forever bung. Forever young. Here we go. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. 
This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Roadkills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hey guys, it's Rider Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> You're listening to Rob Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Everyone Loves Preston is taped in front of a live studio audience. Preston, hey guys, what's up? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good. Good, good. Mm. What is what, what what's happened the your, What happened to your third wheel? I don't know. Did he... He went to uh, Wawa to get some food. Oh, fuck. Is he getting us food? Uh, no. What kind of answer is he? Can you take the cat, too? <laughs> you don't even want to know what he did to the cat, bro. You don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't. You're right. I don't. We'll have Pete all over us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that? <laughs> What's going on, Preston? How's uh, sunny Phoenix, Arizona? You know, Phoenix is sunny to the fact that we're going to get 100 degrees again this weekend. I'm, I'm super pissed. Holy shit. It's I... October. This shit should go away by now. When does it finally do that? Oh, it should be gone by now? It should. It should. The temperature should be coming back down like, you know, 90s, 80s, you know, things that are totally livable. That's still this, this hot shit can go away. Fuck. What are we, like 50, right? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it was like fifty like yesterday the other morning when I got up for work. Cold. It was yeah. fifty whatever the fuck it was a day or two ago. It's chilly out here. It's too chilly. 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 Fuck. God damn it. What uh what else is going on? Your arm's all better? And my arm is looking great. That's I amazing. still have a um I'll send you a pic here in a bit. Do you still have like I still a have mark? A, it's a permanent bruise, and that that tire mark is is probably going to be in my arm for forever. Dude, so you should get nice. that like tatted. You should get a tatted like over I like tire marks. That would be fucking right. awesome. Yeah. That would be pretty gnarly. You'd be like, I really got 
fucking ran over on his arm. Like, well, I, I could see if I can get a sponsor, either like BF Goodrich or Michelin or some shit to pay for the tattoo on my arm. That'd be cool, too. Yeah, would, right? would it be White Walls? Uh, yeah, you can't get a White Wall. And, like, you could you could make up this whole BS story how, like, that changed your life forever, and that's why you got it tattooed that's on right. your arm. That's right. So you're now a better man because of it. You should like, name that arm man. Carl. Carl. Car- like, it'd be like, like, get it? It's, it's, this arm's name yeah, is Carl. Good, good. <laughs> like, like, like Car- <laughs> it'd be like Kal-El, but it'll be Carl. Carl. Carl, Steve Carl. Just name your arm Steve Carl. That's what you could do. You can start booking shows as Steve Carl. <laughs> Correct, right, right. You can do that they in the Congo. When I walk up, hey, everybody, you're like, who the hell is this guy? You can do it in the Congo because, like, uh, what was it, last week? Our, our uh, Facebook video, oh, yeah. it, it got shut down in everywhere except the Congo because of uh, copyright, some song we played, I guess, on one of our breaks. So nice. The Congo nice. doesn't care Very about nice. stealing identities. I was going to book Slim as Tom Petty in the Congo <laughs> coming up. <laughs> they don't know no uh, different. Did you have a premonition? Did you have a premonition about that? <laughs> He's going to go out as uh, dead, 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 yeah. dead Petty. Dead Petty. Dead Petty. Yeah, the Dead Petty since. Well, we just found know. out uh, from our uh, uh, Sleepy <laughs> Lucas just told us on friend. from our from our Sleepy friend on break that apparently Tom Petty that he died and then they brought him back to life and he died again. <laughs> you know, I think that would be so horrible. So like, oh, good, I'm finally dead. Oh wait, <laughs> Slim's oh, got to redo. Again. Damn it, uh, Slim's got to redo it as like uh, brain dead Tom Petty later. Yeah. Later in the show, he's gonna redo the karaoke. Yeah, because because he said when they resurrected him, he was he, he they brought him back to life, but he was brain dead. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, God. Dude, that would that would just suck, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, why? Why? Why does your family hate you that much to bring you back? And then there's like no thing, nothing left. Oh, I guess we should finally pull the plug. Fuck. If I'm gone, just let me be gone. They should God just do weekend at Petty's. They should have kept them on brain support, the life support, and like wheeled them out and just played his songs while he was on stage. Right. Right. Preston, do you have any Wednesday thoughts for us? I do, I do, I do. Cool. I, I'd forgotten to ask you, so I didn't know if, if it would be... No, I did, I did. Um, hey, I just want to give a shout-out to the guy on Craigslist who sold me a car. Too bad it wasn't his to sell me. Ooh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> How about to all those women who uh, don't wear bras? But probably really should. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or how about to that, that friend of yours that you work with that is totally the reason for all the company warning signs? You know what I'm talking about. Slim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or how about to the girls who wear those open-toed shoes but their feet are really ugly? I'm saying... Look, ladies, I'm look, it's wintertime. Just put some shoes on. Put some real closed-toed shoes on. I'm saying knees, bro. All the girls that wear skirts, but their knees are so beat-up looking. Like, if you look... Like, I've looked... <laughs> like, look at every chick wearing a skirt, dude, and they got the knobbiest, ugliest knees. Like, somebody needs to tell them. Like, maybe, they, maybe they're great-looking gals, but the knees are just all jacked up. <laughs> Like somebody needs to knee shame these bras. <laughs> knee like shame. Knee shame. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna start knee shaming some bras. I never even noticed that, but now Dude, it's gonna be yeah. like the first thing I fucking look like, at. Take a look, man. It's like, oh god, just fucking cover your knees. Yeah. That should be like the new the, the Arabs' new thing. Yeah, they're allowed to drive, but cover. Your, well, they have to cover everything. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody needs to take up knee covering. As a, <laughs> maybe Trump. Maybe Trump can put that in. Yeah. Just cover your knees. 
Make it make knees great again. <laughs> make knees great. <laughs> oh, they have to be like doctor approved if you, if you want to show your knees. They gotta be right, cute. right. They can't right. be all like bones fucking knobbing out and shit. It's 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 terrible. I'm sorry, Preston. Was there any more? Did I cut you off? I, I got one more, and that's uh, for for those because it's Wednesday, and and probably some of the listeners have probably done this. When you get a good night's sleep and you sleep in in the morning, although your alarm should have gone off 30 minutes ago, when you, you do that panic shower, like, oh, shit, and you're running around. Oh, my God. You're half-dressed in the car, driving to work, shit, 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 shit. That's always fun. That's what a panic, panic going to work is always fun. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Fucking kids. Because then you wake up and your eyes are like, what time is it? And you go, no way. Oh, son of a... And you jump out and you... Sometimes I just, even yeah. if I take a nap in the afternoon, I wake up panicked. It's the fucking weirdest thing. Like, it sucks. Like, one night last week, I Dude, couldn't sleep at all. I couldn't sleep at all that night. I love naps in the afternoon. Uh, and and you should have people, like, you should take a poll. You should put up a Twitter poll and say, who who was taking naps in the afternoon, yes or no? We you have know, one now. We have the, what is that one we have now? The Tennessee Log Jammer. So if you want to vote on that, Preston, it's up. It's already up. There were three, uh, Ryder, Ryder Doll did a Ryder Reacts tonight for, uh, uh, on Urban Dictionary for a term called Thank Tennessee you. Logjammer, and there were three definitions. So, once you listen to that, you can go to our Twitter and vote. You can vote for which one you think <laughs> is what, the right one. What do you think a Tennessee Logjammer is, Preston? I, I don't think I've ever had one. And then I'm not exactly sure at my age if I'd even like one. I was going to say, you know, it, it depends. It depends. In, in my younger days, you know, maybe. One of them was um, two guys up a ladder pooping on a girl who had her back arched. And the other guy, there's a third guy, like while, he, while she's getting pooped on, he's receiving the poop in his mouth. That was the one. Um, the other one was, um, was um, what was it, a guy... Um, Jamming things up a girl's butthole, a toothless girl's butthole, till it uh, impacts. <laughs> and then the third one was driving with a butt plug, so you don't have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I feel like the third one is just to get ready for the first one. Yeah, because you're saving it up for like probably, a week probably, because you're climbing the ladder. <laughs> right, you got to get ready for that fucking ladder. Climb. You got to get ready for that. <laughs> so we were trying to figure out like and how then, that all then, works. Like, how do you decide on what so ladder to get? Like, who agreed? Like, I don't know. How would you go about doing a um a Tennessee log jammer, Preston? Like, say you, me, um, and one sleepy of the, uh, sleepy Lucas, Lucas, and then we and, got uh, some chick Joni. and Joni, Slim, Slim's, and we uh, want, we, and, and we we'll have the conversation right now, Preston. All right, so we're at the hardware store. So what what ladder should I get, Preston? Ooh. No, no, we, we, no. See, this is this is where you. Everybody listening, you go and borrow the neighbor's ladder. Say, hey, can I borrow your ladder? I'll bring it right back. Yes, I think <laughs> we're gonna go call. And then Preston. you borrow the neighbor, and then you do it on the side of your house in the backyard. Preston, I think we got to call. Uh... That way, you don't use your ladder. Why spend your money when the neighbor already has a ladder? <laughs> see, <laughs> Robin Slim Show. That way, you can just. Hello, Robin it off. Slim Show. Hi, who's this? <laughs> Hello, Preston. Preston. I'm Brian. You, you, you liked the log jammer at one time. No, didn't no, you? sir. No, oh, no. Sir. That was Is this your log thing. jamming, buddy? For, for, for those listening, uh, this is Brian Robb. He's my old roommate and a great friend of mine. Oh, how you doing, Brian? <laughs> 
You guys, so you guys are roommates. Absolutely. We were roommates. We were absolutely great friends. Nice. We are great friends. Okay. <laughs> we used to, okay, we had this apartment in Fort Wayne, Indiana, right <laughs> off of, uh, God, I guess you call it Northcrest Drive, it was, right by yeah, uh, Coldwater. Yeah. And we drank so much alcohol in this apartment. It was, it was, it was copious amounts. I mean, we, we should all be dead. <laughs> and and I agree. If you if you saw you saw Dave's post, if if we had cell phones back then, none of us would have lives right now. <laughs> That's exactly correct. If all the shit we did back then was ever recorded, it would be it would be horrifying. So neither of you was like the responsible one. You were both. You were both like nobody was the Oscar. Nobody was Felix. You were both Oscar. None none of us were the responsible. <laughs> I like that. I had a fucking apartment there like that. There was no once. responsible person. <laughs> we we had it. Me and my buddy. We had it till uh till we got evicted because uh yeah the neighbors did not like us. The neighbors didn't like us. Well, the neighbors didn't like us either. Neighbors didn't like matter us. Of fact, the uh, the neighbors who lived upstairs from us. Now we lived in a four uh, complex. Yeah. And uh, the the neighbors who lived above us were like reclusive of some sort. And uh, I remember one night coming home from the bars and we're sitting in the kitchen, you know, so every apartment is designed exactly the same way. Yeah. Bedrooms in the back kitchen in the front, we're sitting in the kitchen, we're talking and we get the pounding on the floor above <laughs> us. You know, we're trying to sleep and Preston yells, then don't fucking sleep in your kitchen. <laughs> Punches the ceiling. <laughs> Yes. That's amazing. I, that's amazing. Don't fucking sleep in your kitchen. <laughs> right? And it makes sense. Is that where it all started yeah, for Preston exactly. Brian? Were you then like, you need to be a stand up comedian? <laughs> People have told me this before. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I have so, a similar story. I had an apartment months and uh yeah the guy upstairs was so loud it sounded like he would just be i think that's what it was he would just come in and start dropping his shit everywhere like his bags and stuff and i would just pound on the ceiling like shut the fuck up dude well it well, there was a small thing yeah there was so, a time so that was... i had the morning off and um i was oh, sleeping man. with my my girlfriend and I swear to God, the upstairs neighbors had this, like, kid that came in and started tap dancing all over the freaking apartment. <laughs> so I got up, and I I meant, and, and everybody listening, is I meant to just... Put, is that when you did it? Yes, yes. you put that, the hole in the ceiling? Ladies and gentlemen, I punched my right fist through the ceiling. You slammed on the ceiling! And guess what? <laughs> And guess what? They they shut up. And then I crawled back in bed, and my girlfriend was like, what was that? And I said, I was just telling the neighbors to be quiet. <laughs> you should have oh, punched through and, and grabbed the kid. And just, the ceiling. You should have punched through the so, ceiling, grabbed her, and then swung her around, like, real violently. Like, stop tap dancing, you I little mean, bitch. What, so you didn't even tell your girlfriend say, that you put a hole in the ceiling? <laughs> no, I put a no, hole in the ceiling, and it was exactly the size of my fist. <laughs> the knuckle outline it. and he everything. He hit it by putting a washcloth up there, did and I didn't notice it? it for days. Did you thumbtack it? Oh. How did you get the washcloth? Neither did the landlord. Neither did the landlord for a couple weeks. True. So, True. oh, I thought you got like your security deposit back. 
Uh, you I know, never got my security policy. I don't think Brian ever got that back. <laughs> Preston moved out on me. Oh. I get a new roommate. He did slam. He was slammed on <laughs> He slammed on you slammed twice. He slammed a green kini too. <laughs> he punched a hole in the wall. And then just left. <laughs> Preston is pre slammed I'm sure that wasn't the only hole in the whole apartment. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow. I was going to ask what the craziest thing happened living together. I guess that's the one. <laughs> no. We didn't get too, I mean, too wild in that place. We, we you know, we'd drive around and, and unfortunately we would the apartment? be inebriated. <laughs> Which I don't condone anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. But there were, I mean... The strippers weren't at our apartment. They were at the strip club. So we have to go where the strippers were, and that was at the strip club. So <laughs> rarely anything super wild happened in our apartment other than just copious amounts of drinking and watching the Headbangers Ball on MTV. Nice. So so then what happened at the strip club? Ooh. That's well, let story. me tell you about the strip club. We had a friend. Brian will tell you about the strip club. There you go, Brian. Go ahead. Friend. He only dated strippers or bartenders at strippers. Or servers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And so that's why we hung out at these places all the time. Nothing else, really. Just for your so friends. Anyway, yeah. wink. Just for the for slam. One, one of our favorite <laughs> games was was ditch your friend. We would, uh, you know, one person would get up, go to the bathroom. The other person, a couple minutes later, yeah, got to go to the bathroom too. The other person would just walk out the door and we'd go to the next strip club and leave somebody there at the bar by themselves. (laughs) And eventually they'd figure out, I've been fucking ditched, and they would have to come find us. (laughs) That was a favorite game of mine. Another one was uh, another friend of ours. He wasn't real uh, observant, and we could just, like, take his full glass of beer and swap our almost empty glass of beer with his. And he would just finish off the beer and be like, damn, I'm just like pounding these down. <laughs> and he would tell him, yeah, it's your time to buy the pitcher. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then we started over again. <laughs> That's amazing. So that was a good time. <laughs> of course, and- I want to bring up, I want to bring up Sean. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, Preston sets me up with a blind date with this gal, pretty gal. And uh, during this blind date, well, it was a double date with him and his girlfriend. She tells me every single detail about her boyfriend. Every single do, detail. Do you remember her name? I, I remember her name. Do you remember her name? <laughs> it was... Uh, uh, Cerinthia. Yes. Her, her name sounded like a social so disease. Tells me all about <laughs> where he works. Where he works. Where he lives. <laughs> what he drives. He works at the mall in our town. So I'm walking through the mall. I see this guy. And I say, hey, that's Sean. So I say, hey, Sean, you're dick. And I just keep walking. <laughs> And it got popular. All our other friends would walk by. Sean's a dick, as they would walk by. But my favorite time was one day we walked by. Sean's not working. So Preston says, hang on a second. He walks into the store. He says, 
is Sean here today? And they said, no, he's off today. He says, excuse me, could I have a piece of paper and a pen? And he writes a note. Dear Sean, you don't know us, but I just wanted to let you know, your dick, the guys, staples a note, writes Sean and says, can you make sure he gets us? <laughs> Thank God that was on Twitter. Because I did that to a guy on Twitter. Who we are. (laughs) So wait, so so Preston, you set Brian up with a um, a girl that had a girl that had a boyfriend. (laughs) She supposedly was breaking up with him, but apparently had second thoughts before the date. But she still went on the date. I mean, got a free meal out of it, I guess. Why right? wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? Did you at least, Brian, did you at least get like a blowjob or anything out a of it? Andy, a blowy? No. No, I got a thanks for the good time. Bye. Yeah. And and an ongoing joke that would last forever. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it was more rewarding. I mean, we did this for months. <laughs> There was one time we we, we tormented him. this guy for at least a year. <laughs> they pulled the gates down, you know, the mall gates that they bring down? Yeah. You know, and I happen to be walking by that time, and I get the Sean's the dick thing out to him. And he's like, who are you? Why are you doing this? And I'm like, because you're a dick. <laughs> and I just walk away. <laughs> That's great. We're, we got to go find him now. What malls you work at? <laughs> Mall of America. Well, it's not there anymore. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't know this show because you know it'll track me down. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you guys still so, hang out? Let me tell you about oh. one other story. Yes. Can I tell you another story? Absolutely. I want to tell you about street sign thieves. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to work late this night, so I wasn't with these guys. And I'm getting this, you know, secondhand, but I'm going to say this is probably pretty clear. But, uh, you know, guys like to have those street signs above their bed or in their bedroom with their name on it. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently uh, these three friends of mine decided this would be pretty cool. Let's go out, get a street sign with their name on it. And uh, so they, they find out where it's at. They go to the, the, you know, once again, no Google Maps or anything. They had to actually use a real map. Yeah. And they go out. Oh, yeah. They, two guys jump out, wiggle the sign, post back and forth, get it up out of the ground, get it down to the ground, and then realize they don't have the right tools to get the sign off of the post. So... Oh, I don't live very far from here, one guy says. They run back to his house, grab the tools, come back. Guy says, I'll just flip my headlights off and we'll just sneak up. And then the popo come up and flip their lights on. Now, as they're going through everybody's IDs, they get to, oh, look, we've got a one Preston E. Gunderson. And the, the street sign, sign was for Preston yeah. Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, the so Steve is... Amusing, uh, the thing I found amusing was the fact that the guy who... They just ticketed him for driving without their headlights. Okay. And it wasn't Preston. And he bitched and moaned about that for years. <laughs> 
But yeah, Dave was driving the car and um, I was in the passenger seat and Matt was in the back seat. So Dave turns his headlights off to you know sneaky and the cops give him a ticket for not having his headlight. That's his fault. Two hundred and two yeah, totally. Two hundred and ten dollar ticket. He he pissed and moaned about that ticket for hell, it had to be ten years. <laughs> Just blaming you, you really needed that fucking street sign yeah, Preston. I hope he still calls the cops, you. The cops got us out of the car <laughs> and Matt was so drunk he he fell out of the car. He fell out at the cops' shoes. And he was driving. And I and I looked right at Dave and I said, Okay, we're going to jail. That's that's fun. That's good. <laughs> So they, they got mad up and they got all our IDs and that's when they, they checked my ID and they they started laughing. There were five. There were five cop cars and ten cops on us for the street sign. Wow. See, they checked my ID and then they apparently they all disappeared. Just as soon as they appeared, they disappeared. Gave Dave this ticket. We were we were good to go to make sure we got Matt home or some safe place where he could puke or drink some more. <laughs> oh, back or bang to the a day stripper. when you know they let drunks go. Yeah, back yeah. in the day where they didn't arrest you for looking suspicious. I had cops just tell you, "Just what are you doing, asshole? Get the fuck home!" Like that was my hometown. Why that's, are you, why that's are you doing exactly this? Exactly how they used to be. Yes. Yeah, the good old days. The 90s. The good old days. Remember the 90s. <laughs> Fuck, man. When cops would be like, I don't want to see you out here again, and they meant it. Because if they caught you out there again, they would beat the shit out of you. Then or <laughs> yeah. then you'd be in trouble. <laughs> yup. Fuck, dude. That's crazy. When a cop said, I don't want to see you again, he was like, yes, sir, you won't see me again. No, yes, sir, yes, sir. Bye, bye. We need you. Bye. <laughs> Guys, we have ah. to wrap this up, but thank you so much. That's fucking amazing stuff. Uh. No, no problem, no problem guys. Thanks for having me. No problem, Brian. Thanks for calling. And uh, Preston, where can everybody find you? I am on Facebook at Preston Gunderson. I am on Twitter at Preston Gun, and I am on fa- uh, where the hell am I? Instagram, <laughs> Preston Gun Comedy. Guys, thank you so much for having us. And uh, whoever that third wheel is in the back with the little thing on his head, tell him I said hi. That's Sleepy, That's Sleepy Lucas. Lucas. What up? <laughs> All right. Love you, bro. <laughs> I love you too, Brad. I'll call you later. All right, bye. Later, guys. Right, bye, guys. See ya. Bye, guys. So cool. So cool. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> All right, we're going on break. We'll be back with John Gilligan. All right. It's going to be good. Let's see. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, You're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 877-926-3328-877-926-3328-877-926-3328. That's 877-926-3328. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. 
I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-958-2153 That's 800-958-2153 Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee for the editor and creator Fluffer for Comics Watching Comics and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show What's going on? What is up? Fucking hey, it's Wednesday Wednesday and it's dark Dark fucking October. That's the update. It's Rocktober. Fuck. Rocktober. We gotta do some rocking. We gotta do some more Tom Petty rock. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna uh, rock all night. We're gonna rock it hard. Rock it long and strong, and it's gonna do you wrong. How was my Tom Petty? Did I do a good job? Did so I do? Good. I did the man justice. I don't know. We didn't. We found out he probably sounded differently. Like, <laughs> Brian Rob said, "Had fun. Thanks, guys. Awesome. So much fun. So cool. So cool." We'll be talking to John Gilligan in a minute. Well, Sleepy Lucas has a light on his room. I thought he never turned. I didn't even think he had a light. I just figured he slept all the time. Yeah. Like, why, what do you need a light for? Yeah, I don't understand it. Right? <laughs> it doesn't make uh, sense. Get, break it right now, son. Just break it's it. It's actually Slambo's light. I'm going to put sour cream all over your bunghole, baby. I'm going to put sour cream all over your bunghole, baby. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Thanks for having me. What's up? Not a problem. John, John Gilligan, how you doing? Very good. Good, good. Who's there today? Who are we talking to? Got Rob. It's just uh, and Slim. And Basically, right now, it's just Rob and Slim. And we have an intern, but he's not in the room right now. He's he's outside smoking. He's a dirty smoker. Mm-hmm. Right on. I was just thinking about that today. When you smoke, you're willing to do almost anything. Maybe <laughs> in the bathroom if he's an intern. We, we, I've legitimately seen smokers standing next to the dumpsters outside in the back of a of a building. You know, I'm a smoker too, but I'll I'll, I'll blow it proudly in in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a cigarette in a couple of years, but I was proud of smoking. Right? I don't give a shit. No, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be obnoxious with it, but I'm not gonna hide either. Like by a dumpster? No way. No way. They're sticking people there. It's not yeah. even like people are hiding. The smoking section is shrinking. Yeah, you can't even like uh, at jobs. They tell you to oh, way, way on the side of the building type oh, of shit. Wow. They. I remember. Um, one of my friends worked in a, a printing plant where you couldn't smoke anywhere on the property. This guy had to drive off the fucking. Off the property uh-huh. uh, of work just to have a cigarette. You got five minute cigarette break. Yeah. And fucking drive. <laughs> you gotta drive 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> I would have point. three cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how's Vegas? I love cigarettes. Yeah, me too. Oh, Vegas, Vegas is strong, man. The people are incredible. I've never seen anything like this, and I've been through a few tragedies. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. It was like, yeah. what? Dude, I, I don't know. Between fucking, like, natural disasters and then this shit, like, I, it's been a fucked up, 
fucked up uh, a couple weeks, but uh, yeah. It's oh, like- absolutely, and I think we need to talk about it. I think people want to clear the air and hear what's going on. Like, where are you, you guys are in Barnegat still? Yeah, we're yeah. yeah we're Barnegat, New Jersey, around that area. That's why I didn't know. Did like the whole strip shut down like during that incident, or like how did it go down? Okay, uh, you guys, being from New Jersey, I might, it might be easy to use words like north and south, but. I was at the Tropicana with my wife, and in the Tropicana is a uh, laugh factory, so we went to see my friend Alex Bowers. Okay. We left there at 10 o'clock and drove in between Mandalay Bay and this open field where they had the concert at like five after. A few minutes later, this guy opened fire, and we were on the highway and had no idea. We were just joking and laughing on the way home, and my friend Alex is calling me. Oh, my God, are you guys all right? What are you talking about? So this guy busted out the windows and started firing down across the street with pretty much heavy-duty military hardware into a crowd of 22,000 people. We're lucky that that's all that he got. They said he had acquired them over 20 years. Like, he compiled all this, this collection of guns over 20 years, I think. See, now that I got to wait, and I don't want to comment on that because I've heard that this is only the last few years. His brother was in Florida saying, oh, no, he's not a gun guy. But my brother's in Manhattan, and he wouldn't know if I was a gun guy or not. I have a couple of guns. Yeah. I inherited them. One was my grandfather's rifle from World War One. One was my dad's off-duty pistol. He was a New York cop. But at two guns, people are like, you're a fanatic. You're a collector. Yeah. I'm not. No, no. <laughs> I have a couple of antiques for the most part. <laughs> yeah, that's a, sh- a showpiece. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, no. so you don't know, like... I, I've met rich people who have spent ten, twenty thousand dollars on machine guns from World War Two, and it's just part of the pride of their collection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like having having a suit of armor in the house or something. Yeah, that's... exactly. For for many people, I had an uncle who had a machine gun that was turned into a lamp. He had a lot, a lot of memorabilia. Yeah, in World War Two. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know at what point. My Did... question is this: you know, like there's a lot of speculation as with anything like this, but. Maybe this guy was on a new medication that just made him snap. Yeah. I've seen commercials that, you know, like Dude. you guys know I had a heart attack because of a drug. How do we know that this guy wasn't doing the crazy gambling because of one of them? Yeah. Right. Uh, how did he, did, did, did they know how he got him in the hotel? Like, did, did, did he just. That's easy. I mean, that... you could get anything you want into a hotel okay. until last week. I didn't know if I they. Mean, let's just imagine it like this. You take the guns apart and you put them in suitcases and you pull up and, and tell the guy, let me borrow your luggage card. I have six suitcases. My family's coming in two hours. Okay. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know That's how hard that question. would be to do. Yeah. Okay. But you can walk through with gun cases in Las Vegas because there are gun shows so frequently. Okay. Wow. It's hard to tell the difference. Yeah, wow. it's, it's legal to have a gun. I can walk around with one in a in a holster on my hip as long as everybody can see it. I can wear a shoulder holster like some kind of gangster. Yeah, that, I know Virginia's like that. Even if you don't have a license, you're allowed to walk around with one as long as it's not as it's not loaded. You right. can still walk around with one. Yeah, there there are some pretty incredible laws in this country, and Chicago has the stiffest laws. Yeah, and the most murders. So I don't know yeah. that, that that the gun control argument is a valid argument at this point. I personally feel that we need to talk about mental health and free health care for people who have mental health issues. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's a, I know it's a, no, it's a cliche saying, but yeah, when when all guns are illegal, only the criminals will have them, and it's it's true. It's fucking true. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. You're never going to stop people from having guns. I, I'm pretty sure that there are cartel members out there with more guns than this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And this is, I was kind of blown away, too, when I saw his age. He's 65, this guy. Oh, I didn't even know. Uh, yeah, he, he's an older dude. And it wow. was weird because I was talking to one of my buddies about it, and I'm like, like you see a lot of like the younger kids doing these things. Yeah. Like the 22. Like 20 and 20-something. And like... In that age, I understand there's a lot of emotion, but then, like, when you're 65, like, that's really bizarre yeah. to then just decide. Right. So, so it does really. Medication or a tumor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something, something, something really. Cause, yeah, that guy should have been all right by that. But, yeah. You, know. you went 65 years in your life not killing anybody. So yeah. it's like. Fuck. You know. Yeah, or yourself and being a millionaire, you know, like the guy owned airplanes and a few homes and a few places. And... Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, I've been trying to stay away from the story just because it's so fucking depressing, yeah. but I, I did look a little up. Yeah. I did look a little up. I didn't want to sound like, you know, completely ignorant about it, but yeah, I, I didn't know that, though. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, like Monday, after all the news started coming out, I just had an open house and invited the young comedians over. They need somebody to talk to about this. People are People are confused. Yeah. It's not good for young children to find this stuff out. My wife's an educator. Two of the kids in her school, two different grades, same father. He was shot. He's okay, but that doesn't help the kid. No. no and he no, didn't no. come home last night because he's in the hospital because a madman shot him. Where are the yeah. madmen? Is there more? Right? You, you, don't even, you don't even know. You don't even know. Wow. There's going to be a lot of kids eating pizza for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just get pizza again. <laughs> yeah. do, do they shut the schools down for something like that, or...? I don't think so, right? Just the first day they shut down the extracurricular activities afterwards because so many people were impacted. And so they yeah. had to shut Las Vegas Boulevard down for a day or two. Wow, that's what I was going to They kept everybody's car in a lot where people were hiding. There's blood stains. There's all kinds of stuff. They had to go through every bit of evidence. Wow. I saw a lot of celebrities. I saw Mike Tyson, Kid Rock, uh, Dana White all donating a lot of money. To, to the Dana White became my new hero yesterday. He was on television and he said, listen, here's a million dollars. I've done the math. 500 and something people have been shot. It's $1,600 a person. The rest of you people in Las Vegas with money and you know who you are, yeah. better start coughing up if you want to keep your esteem. You know who you are and I know who you are. Don't make me say names next time I'm on TV. Wow. Cool. Yeah, that's right cool. on. That's cool. That's awesome. Right on. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he knows. He, he he was just a regular average guy 15 years ago, and then he had some great ideas and some great management with that UFC. Same and now they're Tyson. all very wealthy. I heard Tyson in an interview say, after his boxing career, you know, shit out, I heard him say he was clipping coupons at one point and paying in, in change for groceries. Like, he was really struggling for a while. Yeah, that that Don King stole a couple of hundred million dollars from Mike Tyson. Yeah, he really did him guy. dirty. He really, he really did him dirty. Yep. And then it was like the, I think it was the acting and the book that really, really brought him back. Yeah, he's got that one man show. He's a very engaging and and intelligent sounding person. Yeah, yeah he's got a, he's got a, he's he's. He's got a cartoon also on uh, on Adult Swim, which I love. It's just called Mike Tyson's Mysteries, but it's got yeah. Norm Macdonald. It's got a couple a couple big uh, comedians as, as voice actors. It's, it's pretty funny. 
Yeah, oh, I met the guy once, and he was just—he was great to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I've heard interviews of him, and he interviews great. Like yeah. that's a, that's a guy that you'd probably pay money to just hear him talk. Like, yeah, it's, it's really. Yeah, he he educated himself. I got to give him a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I wouldn't yeah. want to listen to Conor McGregor for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> John, are you, are you doing a podcast uh, called Two Dopes Podcast? No, we tried to get that off the ground and never really panned out for us. Oh no! Okay, so I, saw, I saw a couple of clips. There's a new slamming. name and a, and a new direction coming up. We're starting to film stuff on Friday for it. Oh, cool, cool, awesome. Yeah. Oh, if, now that we're on the six-month rotation, I'll have to call you back. I was—they let me uh, sit in as the co-host. I see you have Jaybird at nine thirty. Yeah, Radio Vegas rocks. I sat in with him for about eight or nine months on his rock and comedy show. I had a great time. Cool, cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. We're on one of the. Uh, yeah, we're in on the there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think like a week ago I saw um, he posted like the top shows, and we I think we were like the number three. I was so, yeah, so right proud on. of that. Yeah. Yeah, this, really Las cool Vegas dude. is is big on podcasts. That's and awesome. They're just indicative of the rest of the country. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. Everybody, everybody is is tired of the radio. It's the commercials that get to them. That even on satellite, even on satellite radio, it's like it's just not. Yeah, listening to the DJs talk enough gets to be enough. And then you're paying for it, and yeah, it's it's kind of crappy. But yeah, that's why it seems everyone's going the podcast, the podcast world. Yeah. So. The thing about me is, as a comedian, I had some footage out there that's probably it probably shouldn't have been out there. You know what I mean? Like now, I'm at a point where I'm ready to start putting footage out. Cool. As a comedian. As a comedian. But yeah. But if I'm gonna, we talked to a, a guy once. I think he said, a, "Yeah." I'm sorry. Uh, I think you he know, said once he was ready to he, to go on like Leno, he wouldn't put out a he wouldn't put out a clip. Right on. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the whole thing. You think you're funny. You think you're doing well, and every month you find a way to improve. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize that stuff I had two years ago is kinda of garbage compared to now. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the story what's the story with the footage that you, you had out there that you think shouldn't have been oh, out there? Just, it's not that I shouldn't, it's just that it wasn't ready for the public to go looking at. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. There were some shows I did in Holland a couple of years ago. There's they're fun shows, but I was newer at it. Okay. And you can tell when you're a booker or, or a comedy club owner and you see a newer guy doing comedy, it's obvious to you. Ah, right. There are things that we do as new comics that give us away. Mm. Would that be one of your... So uh, now, I was going to ask if you had to give advice to a new comic. Is that what you would tell them? Just just wait on putting uploading clips? If somebody wanted to take advice from me, yeah, it, it would just be slow it down comedy has a spot for you and you'll be featuring within a few years and you'll be headlining a few years after that but don't push either one of those i've seen a lot of people who have seven eight nine minutes and tell somebody they can do 15 to 20 thinking they'll fake their way through it and then you don't get booked again when you bail early mm. yeah and it takes you a little while maybe a year or two to get over a, a gaff like that mm. yeah but if you allow comedy to happen to you, then people hear your name and find out what you're doing. I mean, there's guys that I that I run into out here. They've been doing it five, six, seven years. I'm like, you know, you're not going anywhere. It's terrible stuff. Right? 
<laughs> we had one guy who just celebrated his 17th anniversary as an open mic comedian. Wow, I think I would give it. I would, I would call it quits way before then. Yeah, that's that's. The, he thinks he's just taking it easy and getting ready to go where he needs to go. I'm and he's been doing open mics for 17 years. Oh. Somebody gave him ten dollars to go on stage recently, just so he could say he got paid after all this. <laughs> is he is he any good at? I got a At this it. point, like, no. is he a good comic at this no. point? Or no, no, <laughs> not even. So he's a guy uh, that he, like. He did the time, he but did, he should have just gave up. He did the time and the crime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of one of his favorite jokes is that, and I can quote this. I've seen it so many times. We will never cure the unemployment problem in America until every person gets their acre. Huh? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then and I quote. He says. Well, I'm a political humorist, and it's not my job to make you laugh. <laughs> yes, it is. You only have one job. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so when would you tell like uh, somebody to give it up? Like after like how many years? That's the thing. Like, are you allowed to, without sounding mean? Are people like? This is back to the mental illness thing. We had a guy in Oregon who got clubbed in the head with a bat because he didn't want to let somebody on stage because he thought the guy shouldn't do comedy anymore. Wow. Oh, wow. Holy fuck. He ended up in the hospital because this guy came out and bashed him pretty good. That's why I, I don't think you can tell anybody anymore what they can or should or shouldn't do. You can't. You can't. It's so different. So different mm. nowadays. It really is. So, like, I, people ask me for advice, and I have to decline. I can't give you any advice except to sound more like me, so I find you amusing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I have to say about the Las Vegas open mic scene really creates some strong comedians. Yeah. If they survive, who's, they've survived hell. Yeah, who's one of the strongest you've seen come up from that? Oh, that's that's a great question. <sighs> Joe Calise is probably one of my favorites. He started in, in Texas and came out here. Okay. Joe Calise, C-A-L-I-Z. Joe Calise is a genius and probably one of the absolute funniest comedians I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Nice. Yeah, a guy named Bobby Wayne Stotts is another one. He's yeah. a local here. Just absolute powerhouse. Cool. So yeah, Brent Tobler, and there's a few who really, really shine. What do you mean by they survived hell? Like, what was an example of what they went through to get? Well, like just for example, out in New Jersey, if you go to an open mic, there's bound to be fifteen or twenty people watching, aside from the comedians. Out here in Las Vegas, you just have comedians, and if there's anybody else in the building, they're playing video poker. They don't care about you. Oh. Okay. If you can crack up a room full of comics for a couple of years, yeah, that's a gift. <laughs> that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a combination of the poise, the commanding presence. There's a lot required to... If you can get them to stop playing video poker and look you in the eye, you've won. Cool. Yeah, that is. That's got to be. But now I've heard th of other comedians say things like, uh, like this comic was a, 
he was a comics comic. Do you find that a lot where there's uh, there's certain comedians that they don't make regular people laugh, but they make comedians laugh? There's both, yeah. It's funny. Like, I, I, I know a couple of people who just make everybody laugh regardless. You mm. know, and comics are so jaded that as soon as you say something, I'm listening to hear, if, was that a joke I heard when I was in the Navy? Like, what the hell is this guy doing? You're very, very picky. Yeah, I've heard comedians can be really tough on other comedians. Yeah, they're a horrible, horrible crowd. <laughs> really. Yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot of them out there, and I'm not saying it's a majority, there's just a lot of thieves. Mm. If something works for you, they might want to borrow that. Yeah. What about thieves that and get that get far? Like, uh, oh, Mencia. Uh, Mencia, yeah. Like he he had a show, and then then and then Joe Rogan exposed him for stealing. Like, how do they how do they slip through the cracks that that long? That's a, a a combination of factors with Carlos. He's actually a great guy, and he had a lot of problems about. It. He had writers who gave him this stuff. He didn't actually go out and steal it oh, actively. Oh shit! Wow. Same with Amy Schumer's accusations. Like, anytime somebody gets big fast, people need to, not not always, but, you know, like people need to pre- help them prepare for that hour special. Oh, okay. right. You take Jim Gaffigan, he'll write that in three weeks. Yeah. He's he's an animal, man. I, I, every yeah. time I watch one of his <laughs> specials, I don't even stop laughing. Like, it, it, you feel like you... You're losing your fucking mind because you're laughing nonstop at him. You feel like he's talking directly to you too, <laughs> yeah, but yes. including everybody else. Yeah, he's he's a... like when you laugh at Jim Gaffigan, you look at other people to confirm it. Like that's <laughs> fucking for real. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a gift. It's like psychosis, and it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing what he has. Yeah. So. When you're when you're newer, like you know, I'm guessing some of these guys didn't really have an hour, and and people fluffed them up a little bit. Okay. But right. uh, you know, Carlos Mencia ended up having a lot of problems with that. He felt terrible about it. Oh wow. But when somebody comes and confronts you on stage, you have to defend yourself. You can't just bow down and puss out. Yeah. That would ruin you. Yeah. So he's still making millions of dollars a year. Okay. But the question is. You know, like with some of these jokes, who wrote them? Yeah, that's crazy. I know stuff about my back surgery or my heart attack actually happened to me, and I can tell those. And then there's other ones that you hear, and you're like, "Ah, that's a cruise ship kind of joke. Yeah, that's one of my favorite comedians, like you said, are the ones that tell something from their life, like Louis C.K., I find him just—he just talks about his own life so much. Like you can't—you can't make that up. You can't steal that. Yeah, and he's a phenomenon. He's just—he's been—he's a beast. He's been doing it for thirty-something years. Yeah, that's my favorite kind of stuff. Just your own. Yeah. Life. Oh, for <laughs> real. When you have somebody out there telling the truth, it's always more memorable. Yes. I'm pretty sure too. I also I, heard of a—I forget who it was—but there was one comic who was saying that uh, or one of the comics that this person knew would actually go out of their way to like call other comics and be like, Hey, I, uh, I came up with this new joke. Do you have something similar to that? I just oh, wow. want to make sure like I'm not just... stealing, like that there are people like that. And then there's other people too, where they'll, 
they'll write a joke and then they'll be watching another comic and they're like, holy shit, I didn't steal your joke. It's just like really similar. I'm I, sorry. I, like, I've had that Absolutely. There are parallel chains of thought in that, so many instances of daily life that, that you've got to be careful calling somebody a thief. And there's a lot of things that just aren't like not original. Like there's so many re- like even, you know. Uh, I think the one Amy Schumer porno, had. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. Any of those topics. Exactly. That's what you would consider to be open game. I think even our national anthem is uh, in English, like, uh, the, the music is, is from England, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, yeah I we mean, plagiarized their whole song. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what was the one they were saying Amy Schumer stole uh, from oh, Patrice? Patrice, but that was just, like, sex positions. Yeah, it was, like, like the Houdini, like, yeah. Yeah, that really wasn't. We played that game recently. I had people come on my Facebook page and just put two words together and see if you could make them sound dirty, like an Amish helipad or a Swedish Swedish Kleenex. Yeah, yep, or a, uh, a Tennessee log jammer. A Tennessee log jammer. See, you can just sit down and come up with ten of them in an hour, yeah. and there's a new there's a new few minutes. But yeah. somebody else is going to want to turn around and say Amy Schumer did that. Yeah, and but stole from Patrice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he probably see. got it from George Carlin or, or Richard Pryor. Who <laughs> stole it from Jesus? <laughs> yeah, like when I was in Germany, I couldn't believe the amount of plagiarism that went on. There, there was only a few real comedy routines, and it was like all of the big names shared them. Wow! So, like overseas, it happens a lot. Yeah, they would come over here and steal jokes and go back, and nobody knows my jokes over there. You know, it's easy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so there was a guy running around doing Sebastian Maniscalco's routine. you got to chase somebody down in the Congo. (laughs) Yeah, my buddy just posted a picture. It was a video of him that was dubbed into Russian. Oh, Oh, shit. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, John. Yeah, there's some there's some great stuff going on. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder who's if anyone's stealing our shit. Probably not me. <laughs> Somebody else is uh, playing just to I, too many rapes. <laughs> I don't know though, John. I I look at our stats and um on our one podcast site we have three percent plays in Mongolia. So I wonder what's going on over there in Mongolia. Hello, Mongolia. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Crazy Mongolia. Jay, when you get him on the show later, he's number one in Croatia. Oh, cool. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> nice. John, we have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you so much for talking to us. Man, you guys are great. I love talking to you guys. Let's just plan to do this again in February or March. Absolutely, right. man. I will definitely, I will definitely hit you up for that. Right on, guys. If you're that kind of person, pray for Vegas. Yes. People need some help out here, but they, they have enough food and water. Cool. Where can everybody find you, John? At John Gilligan, too, or on Facebook. Send me a friend request. I'm always dumping somebody for being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is who, who is John Gilligan 1? <laughs> I thought we talked He's about that. That's a great question. We should all harass him until he gives me up the no. <laughs> Give up the name, John Gilligan one. <laughs> all right, John. Have a good one, brother. Right on, guys. Great talking to you. I'll see you a bit. All right, man. Take care, John. All right, bye-bye. Later. That's great. Give it up, yeah, John Gilligan awesome. one. <laughs>
We'll be All back, right. guys. Alright. If that plays, oh, do I have my shit muted? No. Uh, do I have, no? Maybe you do, no. Oh, yeah, The Addiction started Wait, to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-958-2153 That's 800-958-2153 Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family you never imagined it would come to this instead of living your dreams you're living with debt in fact it's smothering you now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 877-926-3328-877-926-3328-877-926-3328. That's 877-926-3328. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Why? I don't know. You could be taking a shit or something. Rob and Slim Show. How are you? It's Carly. Carly, how you doing? Carly Kingsley. Good, how are you? Yes, how are you guys? Good, good. All right. What's that? Said, how are you guys? Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thanks for coming on. You're a writer, chef, and podcaster from New York, New York City. Um, I'm I'm kind of in between right now. I'm actually living in Connecticut. Uh, a little bit in the uh, in the area. I spent a long time in Boston, which I saw you guys are in. We're in Jersey. We're in Jersey. Oh, you're in Jersey. There's something that said Boston. From okay. Um, huge fan base in Boston. We we um, <laughs> IPM Nation we're on is is out of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I got excited though because I lived in Boston for seven years. And yeah. I love that place. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, nice city. And now that you know you're a, now that you know uh, we're in New Jersey, you're just gonna hang you're up like, on oh, us. Right? Sorry, <laughs> Jersey. I mean, Jersey's great. <laughs> Jersey's wonderful. <laughs> How long have you been a chef for? Um, you know what? I've been. I'm 29 now. I've been working in restaurants since I was 14 years old. My first job was in a breakfast restaurant. I was a dishwasher, so I know all those chefs out there can appreciate that. Um, so ever since then, I've always been working in the kitchen. Okay. And I actually went to school at Boston University. So again, that's how I actually made my way up to Boston. Okay. Um, I studied journalism and then kind of decided that I just, I just love food and went to a culinary school. What and is... after that, I was, was a personal chef for a while. Oh, wow. To keep it moving. Hmm. Keep it creative. What is your specialty in the kitchen? 
Oh, man, whatever you want. What's wow. your favorite? That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> hot Pockets. Hot Pockets? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I cook a mean Hot Pocket. You what? know how some people, like, overdo it where the cheese melts out of the side? <laughs> yeah. I, I always do that. Huh? What? What about ramen noodle? I've been trying to cook the perfect like ramen noodle for years, and I just can't get it right. It's either too soggy or too hard. Like, what, what do I do? First of all, I love—I fucking love ramen. Not not really the packets, but like the, the college ramen. But real ramen is amazing. I actually got into an argument with somebody else because you know ramen's like a, a real like. It's a real thing. It's not just the package from the grocery store. They right? have restaurants over, all over in like Korea and stuff. A couple of my buddies that were in the yeah. in, in the military said always, it's the best. It is. I've I've always said that my dream is to live in like Tokyo for like six months and just eat my way through it. But I got into an argument with one of my friends where she could not get it through her head where I was trying to explain to her that ramen's just not the packets that you get in a grocery store. Which there's nothing fun with. That's your thing, man. Hey, go to it. You know, yeah. eat their own stuff, but. We went around in a circle for an hour and a half. I'm like, no, they've made whole restaurants out of this. Like, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a cultural thing. It's yeah. not just this thing you buy at the grocery store for twenty five cents. I'm sorry. It's like you were challenging her, her reality. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just, you fucked her whole world up. She didn't dig it. Yeah, she didn't dig it. So I had to stop. I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, beef or chicken? Which one do you want? <laughs> I like the shrimp. I like the shrimp. <laughs> Spicy chicken. Because it's like the only the... the shrimp is the only one that comes with the shrimp. The chicken doesn't have chicken. Pieces. Yeah, you're right. The yeah. beef doesn't have little, never little even beef thought chunks. Of that. Like the shrimp's got the shrimp, so that's <laughs> that's a real deal. <laughs> I feel like that should be all of our new thing. We got to educate the college kids how to eat. <laughs> we're, we're doing college food right now. This is great. What would be what would what would be something you would tell the college kids? Uh, um. There's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, enjoy not getting fat on the food you're eating until you get older. Yeah, like, yeah. like, don't you remember the days you could eat whatever you wanted and drink all day? You wouldn't gain a single pound. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that was I'm still there. I still so, do that. Yeah. yeah that's like, just... I... Are you still on my list? <laughs> I, uh, I'm the same age as you, and that's, I can eat. It's like shit for months and not gain. He does. I've seen him eat yeah. literal shit. I'm yeah. hanging up. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm done. I'm disgusted now. I'm disgusted. I'll eat his chicken nuggets and uh, pizza rolls. Yeah. Just McDonald's yeah. for six months straight. And tapeworms. Every meal. Yeah. Tapeworms. And tapeworms. Dang. Oh my God. What is. What did I do today? I was telling somebody. I was like, I, I actually had the same conversation. I was like, remember the days I could just drink like a handle of Jack Daniels a day and just drink all day, eat shitty food, be great, feel great about myself. I was like, I literally, this is not even a joke and this is pathetic and terrible, but I'm so fine with sharing it. I literally have been having back spasms all day because I tried to put a sock on while I was standing up. And I was like, I, you know you're getting old when? Is this? Yeah. I'm, this is disgusting to me. That's when <laughs> I, I can't do anything anymore. I get, I, I, I get like as I've gotten older though, like pains they don't go away. They'll, they'll last for like weeks. <laughs> when when you were in your twenties, it lasted like a day. So yeah, you you can you yeah. can tell when when your shoulder hurts for a week straight. <laughs> oh man, I got one of yeah, those. But you don't. I was gonna say I got one of those pains right now in my wrist. I, I've it's been hurting me all day. Like I woke up with this fucking pain in my wrist. I'm like I have oh. no fucking clue where this came you from. Didn't have I don't it know what I did. You just woke up. With I just it. woke yeah, up that's... with this fucking pain in my wrist. And I'm like, that's... what the fuck did I do? Yeah, it's good. You're getting there, bro. You're getting 
you get to that point. <laughs> and you're rolling through the catalog of what you did last night. Like, <laughs> what like, what did I do to my wrist? Yeah, yeah I thought I, I like, replayed my entire night. <clears throat> what is something, Carly, that you thought would be disgusting food-wise that you were impressed that it wasn't? Food-wise, people are going to hate me for saying this. Um, I do really enjoy things, I know we talked about on my show, that are quite controversial. Veal for me. <sighs> I love I a veal cutlet. I love a veal yeah. cutlet. Oh, my God. So that's a, oh, and you're from Jersey, too. Are you Italian? Are you Italian? <laughs> What's that? Are you an Italian? Yeah. Yes, yes. I got, I got the guinea family. Say, because an Italian will love a veal cutlet. Oh, um, so but good. then there's what other people they think it's the most disgusting thing ever. It's pretty much because it's they, pretty you know, I understand what, it, but it's oh my god, it's so good. And I've but I've gotten into many a, a moral fight with people because they say like it's disgusting for you to, you know, for people who don't know, if you're eating veal, it's a young cow. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you are kind of slaughtering a young cow. You were kept in a box, right? This? Like, don't they keep them in a box right. to keep them small, like like the the Egyptians? No, it's just it's the, it's the age of the cow. Oh, okay. So they kind of they kind of get upset over the age of the cow, and it's a baby, and how dare you do that? But at the same time, like you know, I've gotten into so many fights with people, and I've said, what's the difference between that cow cow growing up and you eating it as a cheeseburger yeah. instead of veal? Because veal is much more delicious than a yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah, you were I'm gonna sorry. kill that fucking thing anyway. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just more yeah. delicious. So and I do, to- I do totally understand it, but for my thing is, is you know, as, as someone who's been in the kitchen and been around and stuff like that, it doesn't, my thing is, I don't, I don't advocate hunting for no reason. I don't advocate hoarding animals for no reason. I don't advocate slaughtering animals for no reason. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to have an animal, and especially, you know, if it's a baby cow and you're going to say, I'm going to make some veal cutlets out of it you treat that animal you you treat that animal with respect and you make that dish the best thing that it can be and that's 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 all that it is yeah sorry so, yeah. but it's also like i think it's more cruel when you do the cow because you're like oh yeah you know i'm gonna raise you you're gonna grow up and then i'm gonna eat you one of these days you're gonna love in a couple of years like i'm gonna fucking eat you we're like the, ba- like the baby you're just yeah. like oh, i'm gonna eat you next year baby don't know that better <laughs> yeah. baby's like Wow. That's what I'm saying. I think it's cruel to be like, it's going to be a cheeseburger that might be mess versus you eating you out, uh, over pasta with some sauce. Like, I'm sorry. I think it's, I think it's more respectful for me to eat you while you're young. I'm what, good. What about gyro? A gyro, whatever. A gyro, a fucking baby lamb, right? Like, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> as long as you're doing it right. I, 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 I on last on my show about how you know killing lobsters and stuff like that like how cruel is it to you know throw it in the pot versus cutting it in half versus all this kind of stuff and it's like it's the same thing too as you think about a lobster it's a, it's a crustacean it, it really which is the, it's the good thing for people carly you're breaking up can you hear me a little bit can you hear me good okay yeah Lobster's just like a bug, though, right? Isn't that just like a cockroach of the sea? Yeah. I. So my my kind of advocation right now is uh, the the understanding of eating eating animals, eating eating food, like we all do it. Like nobody nobody goes to the, the grocery store and goes, oh, oh my god, look at this meat section. But as soon as you talk about how it's done or what kind of animal it came from, then all of a sudden everybody's up in arms. I think. And I know that's kind of stance, but at the same time, it's not. I think the electrocution of the cows is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Don't they do that? Like, no. 
there's things to do and there's things not to do. Of course, there's always going to be people who are doing it wrong, yeah. doing things they shouldn't. But as a whole, as a whole. Yeah. Let me just, I, I want to make sure I'm, I, I got you here. You said uh, as long as you treat the dish with respect, so like you don't care how they kill the animal, <laughs> as long as you eat it right. Yeah. Uh, I, I care how you kill it. Don't make it. You don't have to kill an animal and let it suffer. There's plenty yeah. of ways to do that. Yeah. Treating the animal as a whole with respect, is, and I call it the circle of life, basically. The circle of life. You know, animals and all of us aren't meant to stay on this earth forever. And if we did leave all the animals on the earth, I'm sorry, there wouldn't be enough room for everybody. There, there really wouldn't. I agree. That's really what true. <laughs> So, you know, as us as a, work, work, as a human species, we're basically carnivores, you know, so just do it right. You don't have to make an animal suffer, but we, we eat animals. That's what we do. I respect people who are vegans. I respect people who are vegetarians, and that's, that's great. You know, whatever personal choice you make in your life, I think that's wonderful. But as a, as a species as a whole, we're, we're carnivores. Yeah. That's what we do. Mm. What, uh, I, I, we have another friend who calls. He's a chef. And he's talked mm-hmm. about some crazy things he's seen in the kitchen. What is the craziest thing you've seen go down work, working in kitchens? Oh, man. It's been, you know, it's always been a wonderful experience. I, I, what kind of stories do I have? Um, uh, sorry, chefs, okay, this is going to be weird, but line chefs can appreciate this. So it gets super hot in a kitchen. Like, I've been in kitchens where it's been 110, 120, 20 degrees, like that kind of stuff. And I don't have, and I'll, I'll ask you guys since you're males and I'm not, um, They've done the thing where the thing is to uh, powder your balls with cornstarch. I've never tried that. I've never tried that. A little, little, little less chafing or something, I've been told. <laughs> you do get a rash. So, you do get that rash in the summer. It sucks. So maybe yeah. that's a trick. So that that used to be the thing. I always used to laugh. Whatever. But <laughs> um, I did have uh, one day in the kitchen. We, have a, we had a big line of like spices and powders and that kind of stuff. One of the line cooks mistakenly pulled the wasabi powder instead of the cornstarch. Oh, no. And let me tell you, that did not turn out very well for him. <laughs> That's a true story. Oh, jeez. True... <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking about this, and, and, and like, that sucks, but I'm also just thinking, like... I'm thinking like, about a new bit, like Slim puts Well, wasabi I am thinking about balls. a new bit, but I'm also just thinking about just the thought of, like, yeah, there's some cornstarch in your food, and those guys also use that cornstarch to no. put on the broth. Like it's not the same. <laughs> is that, is that, is that what they're doing? It that way. It's it's not it's not the same like cornstarch. Like that cornstarch didn't touch their butt, but is it came from the his, same box. Is he right? using his ball hand to, to <laughs> pinch some cornstarch in your cereal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cornstarch thickens your soup, right? And then on his balls and your soup. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, doesn't that happen everywhere? Isn't that commonplace? Like, this lobster bisque is extra tangy. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that secret spice comes from, okay? We should And do you That's feel cool. do you feel that it's harder to um, to earn respect in the industry as a woman compared to being a man as a chef? I've answered this question a lot, and I and you know what it is? It is difficult. It is hard, and I think that as women, sometimes we do make it harder on ourselves because you 
we want to be treated a certain way, but you have to understand what environment you are in. I've never asked for special treatment because I'm a woman. I do understand, like, and it's the same thing that I say where there's certain women who go, hey, you know, I could play in the NFL. Well, no, you couldn't. Yeah. You know, it's just there, there are things in life where you're just not built for it. Yeah. We are not built uh, the same way that men are built for the NFL. It's, you know, could there be that one person? Yeah, of course. They, there's always the outlier. There's always the anomaly. Um, but the, it's the way that I feel about being in the kitchen is that, you know, cooking, anybody can cook. I have a lot of people that approach me all the time and go, oh, well, you know, you're so good. I could never cook for you. And I tell everybody, you can totally cook. Anybody can cook. It's not, it's not that difficult. It is a different animal cooking in a restaurant because you're going to get burnt. It's a very high stress environment, you know, um, you know, and let's break it down to the personalities that work in a restaurant kitchen are very rough personalities. You have to be able to be, to put up with, um, basically, you know, kind of in, in all respects, physical, mental, verbal, and all kinds of stuff, a lot of abuse. And that's just the way that the culture is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for, for me, I've never taken things seriously. I'm not that sensitive of a, of a person. I do understand the physical shortcomings. Like, can I lift a sack of flour that's as much as a man could do? No, but I've always made sure to make up for it. I will work a line better than you can. I will stock a station better. I will clean a station better. I will saute better than you and that kind of stuff. And I did gain respect in, in those respects. And there's a lot of women that work in kitchens that are phenomenal and uh and understand that but yeah you know it's it, it is different because it the only thing that makes it a little bit harder to it is not commonplace to have a woman in the kitchen so you do get those looks all of a sudden when you're when you come in but you know what it, it can be done mm. as long mm. as you're willing to kind of be in the environment and uh, be part of the team and and just act like you're one of the bunch, basically. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm curious. You said the culture is like there's a lot of like uh, like verbal abuse and stuff like that. Like, what's a typical kitchen insult? A typical cut? Oh, I don't. Oh man, you just make fun of. We just make fun of everybody. You, you just bust the balls. Everyone. It's kind of like an athlete I, type thing. Like yeah, where people just bust each other's balls. <laughs> Or like comedians. Yeah, it's to the extreme. It really <laughs> and it really is, but it's funny, you know. Like I mean, yeah. you give, you give, and you take. And if you can't take it, uh, then you don't belong in that environment. I'm, I'm serious, and it's really, it's a hard thing to explain because I, I had a, I worked on a show like four years ago, and I would talk about stuff. I was like, oh man, like you know, if someone comes up to you and slaps their ass, like not that big of a deal. Like more often than not, it's just funny, like kind of a thing. And uh, the girl that I was on the show with, she was like, oh, my God, that sounds horrendous. Like, you should go tell somebody about that. Like, a man can't do that to you, that kind of stuff. And the thing that I've always said is it's it's not the action. It's the intent. Right. Like, no, like a guy who did that to me in the kitchen, because we're very close. We're very close. When you work there, you're working all day. You get there, you're probably working 16 hours a day, six, seven days a week. Like, it's a very tight-knit ship. Yeah. Um. It's a guy who slapped my ass. It's probably somebody that I've been working next to 95 hours, and I don't look at it and go, oh, my God, how dare you? Yeah. Um, but I've had people try to explain that to them, and they're like, no, 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 no. That's, see, that's that's uh, that's um, adding to a culture that we don't need in this world. And this is... And I was like, you know, I'm in the middle about that. Like, you know, it, 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 what I said before, it's the intent. 
I don't think, in, in my world, like, I don't think we need to, there's things in the world to make big deals about. That's we true. We don't need to make a big deal about, like, someone just walking by and be like, hey, babe, boom, like, <laughs> like, and just like, whatever, and being funny. You can yeah. tell when people know, have that creepy intent. Like, hey, Mel, you're going to get so many emails about this because I did. I, I agree <laughs> on true. it, though. Like, oh, we're not going to get any emails about this. No. About our fans. Our fans are, well, <laughs> are loving this. No, yeah. but it's true. Like, you can tell somebody if they're being, you know, if they're being creepy or if they're... <clears throat> If yeah. they're just if they're just having fun. Well, well, the way you're you're saying it too is like when you're in the kitchen, you're like family, so or, it's just like you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, it's the athlete thing. Like athletes do that shit to each other. Yeah. So. Right, and it's so high stress that there's just dumb moments where you do that stuff to each other and that kind of and that kind of thing. But it's hard. You know, it is. It's hard to explain. It really yeah. it is. I feel like, for me, I felt like it used to be easy to explain, and then all of a sudden I started getting email after email about, like, what are you talking about? Like, you're terrible for women. Like, how dare you? Like, don't you know that this happened in the world? And I'm like, oh, God, I don't even... Don't I you know there was a protest? There was a big march? Like, yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> you're the reason bad things happen to women. <laughs> you and Trump. Yeah. When you when you also talk to women on the flip side of that, you go, well, why don't you think that we're taken seriously in an environment like that? Because that's how it is. And you clearly take everything too seriously. And, you know, and I'm for I am I am going to put the addendum on it, too. I'm very, very, very pro woman. Yeah, like I absolutely I am. But it's, it's it's hard for me in this day and age to see where everybody wants to be on both sides of the coin where. Don't you dare treat me like that, but give me everything. Yeah. And I don't even think that's women. I think that's children nowadays. I think that's actually everybody nowadays where I'm like, where did we, you know, I was, the way that I was raised, I had my first job, like I told you before, I was 14. Like, you work for what you have. I don't understand where we got, don't treat me this way, give me everything. Mm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, the world is a completely different place anymore. It really is. Everybody deserves everything. Just hand it to them. Like it, it's it's weird. It's weird. What did I write? I wrote on Facebook today, and, and I think it's completely true. It said, "Remember the last time that? Remember when we collectively, as a country, our mm-hmm. biggest biggest upset was the fact that we ran out of Twinkies? Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I yeah. remember that. <laughs> yes. Like do." You- is that not the good old days now? Like, holy shit now. <laughs> like, everything we're complaining about. Remember, remember in the news, that's all it was for weeks on end. We're running out of Twinkies. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what was curious to us. I think there was and a... And we rallied as a country. Because let me tell you, we're American heroes. That shit was back on the shelves in six months. <laughs> what yes. the fuck? Yeah. I always said too, Carl. You're you're the same age as me, and I feel like like our generation, like the people our age, like we were in this weird transition period. You guys like, we are, were yeah. just in the middle of like all the bullshit. Yes, and, but we got the best of both words, worlds too, because we had the pre kind of non social media, and now we're getting the post social media, where it's kind of like blowing my mind yeah. about how everything works now but at least we got to see a little bit of how the world works before that stuff was kind of indoctrinated into everything but oh my god lots to talk about it's it still drives me crazy that like i don't even see kids playing out in the streets anymore and like when i was growing up that's all we did we were outside like all the time and if you see them outside they're on their phones now and it's like i 
I mean, I'm on my phone a lot then, too now, but it's still like, that's so crazy, you know? Yeah, and I'm on my phone too a lot now, especially because of what we do. Like, it's very I'm media, online. social media, like, internet-based and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it blows my mind to see, you know, a, a seven-year-old with an iPhone. Yeah. And their parents are like, well I, well, I have to keep in contact with them. I'm like... What I'm like, listen, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 18. Like, yep. I didn't get raped. I didn't get murdered. I'm okay. Like, what's, what makes your kid? Who's your kid calling? Tell me. <laughs> who's your kid got to call? I want to know. Because I want to call him, too, and be like, what are you calling the seven-year-old for? I didn't have you a... Don't need stop, stop calling seven-year-olds. Yeah. I, I didn't have internet access until I was 18. <laughs> Not even, like, the, the little dial-up where you're... Um, where you're trying to be on the internet and your mom's yelling at you because I was in my you're 20s. on the internet, she wants to use phone. No, my parents didn't even get that. I didn't even know that. I was in my 20s oh, when the internet was invented. Oh. Or when it was mainstream. Someone has to make like a trap song out of that dial-up tone. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. that happened. I'm so surprised that hasn't happened yet. Carly, what's your podcast? Super Retro? Um... Super Retro is the one that I'm on right now that I, I just co-host on that. My own, my own like real personal one is Hot in the Kitchen. That's going to be on iTunes for a second season. Um, starting next week, I, I did take a couple years off of that one. But bringing it back, rebooting it. So Hot in the Kitchen, you can find it on Facebook. And then I'm also starting a third one, which is going to be more cultural conversation, which I'm excited to do again. Okay. That's called My So-Called Friends. It's going to be on the BS um, Network with the BS uh, Boston sports nerds and that kind of thing. So you can find out more information to www.carlykingsley.com. Cool. Cool. And that's, that's starting up soon. Next week. Yep. Awesome. Next Monday. Cool. Cool. And uh, do, what is uh, dirt sugar media? Dirt sugar media is, um, so that's actually what I do during the day. Um, basically since I went to culinary school and I, and I did a lot in journalism, social media and podcasts and all the kind of stuff I have, it's hard for me to explain to some people to make them fully understand. But if you understand the social media age and that kind of stuff, I've kind of done a riff on that. Um, I have different companies that give me their product. I have a pasta company. I have a very large chocolate company. I have a very large box company, which I can't really say their names. But uh, I take their products and I, I do a lot of recipe development for them. Then I photograph it and I kind of put them on different social media channels or help them kind of put certain things on the internet where people can see them to promote their product. Cool. Um, so lots of basically social media marketing. Awesome. Carly, thank you so much. We have to wrap this up. Uh, again, where can everybody find you? Uh, any information, www.carlykingsley.com. Basically the easiest. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a good one. You too. We are going to break. We'll be back with Joe from Cabin Nightmare. All right. What's up, bitches? It's your boy, Deezus, here, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. If you love all the crazy shenanigans that go on over here, you should definitely check out my podcast, Deezus, Take the Real. It's part late-night talk show, part movie podcast, all parts dope. We play games. So here's the game. These are uh, the games called Elevator Pitches. Tell crazy stories. So so stone-faced. This is when I wish this was a video podcast because you have mm-hmm. to see my face. But he just looks at me and goes, Your skin is black, but your white is present. And they scurries what? out the door. And when I say scurries, like it's exactly what you're thinking. He scurried. 
Wow. And and of course, nerd out over movies. And this is all in the visual. Like there's no dialogue else. So the visuals tell me that so you you have the driver. He knows he he's hid this side of himself from Irene this entire movie. He can't avoid it now. If he wants to save her life, he's got to show his true his true self like the fucking the violent anger. In short, it's pretty fucking lit. So come join the party with us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all your favorite podcast platforms. So find me on Twitter at DesusTTReal and let's get weird. Desus take the real. I'm here to save you motherfuckers. Now back to the show. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. And when I'm not avoiding strangers' eye contact on the subways of New York City, I'm listening to the Robin Slim Show. Nice, Robin Slim Show. We're back. We have Joe. Yep, I'm here. Joe from Cabin Nightmares. How you doing, dude? I'm good. How are you, man? Good, good, good. Your your podcast, uh, your your podcast is uh, uh, like scary stories, correct? Yeah, narration of true scary stories. Yep. That's that's, that's what, what I'm gonna is. ask because I listen to your uh, I listen to a few of your shows. Like sometimes people submit stories and sometimes they're your own. Yeah, I started off uh, just you know I just wrote a couple of them to get started, and then you know I started getting submissions and Reddit stories, and it just took okay. off from there. Cool, cool. And who's the one? Um, who do you have um, narrating for you? Is that a new thing? Uh, that it, well, I have uh. Sir, uh, Sir Kane narrations I did a collab with and uh, Creepy Blonde Girl I did a collaboration with too so okay. I have two collabs on there yeah so my new video is a collab video and I'm on the second part oh yeah that's what I thought that's what I thought you're you're from Illinois are you uh, are you in Chicago yeah I'm right I work in Chicago I'm in the suburbs of Illinois south suburbs so cool yep. cool what um how long have you been d- doing the show for uh Four months, not even. Oh wow! Cause I'm you, fresh. Yeah, you, I'm you right. seem to have a lot of episodes. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? So, I said I just hit ten thousand downloads the other day too. So and I've oh, only been doing wow. this a couple months. Congrats! Wow! Man. High five! We gotta start Thank doing you. scary stories. Yeah. <laughs> we do bedtime stories, but I guess they're not getting us anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Rob real. said you have a you have a lot of episodes for only being on for four months. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I do. I upload on Mondays and Thursdays, and as often as I can. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it don't take me long to make them or put them out. So, you know, they're usually one or two stories, and it doesn't take me long, so I just submit them. I have about right now seventeen already done that I haven't yeah. put out yet. Oh wow! So wow. I'm, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm well ahead of it. I mean, I make them all day, or you know, whenever I have time, because I have two kids, so kind of busy <laughs> so, so now you're not reading these stories uh by verbatim you're actually kind of putting it in on your, your own words i guess or talking about yeah, it sometimes or... i do yeah i'll edit them up you know if they send them to me and i'll clean them up and then i'll i'll just narrate them and yeah okay and just as simple as that and then i add sound effects and music and stuff like that too. Oh, okay so you produce them basically yeah. yeah i have to edit them and yes i have to do everything to them so awesome man do, do, are any from yep. your, your own life? Because I thought so. I thought by listening, some of them were your own. 
No, no, I actually have some of my own. I'll be happy to share with you guys if you want to hear some ones that I haven't even put out yet. I would love to. You know? Do we got some creepy music? <laughs> uh, I have... No, yeah, we're going to play, play some music to I start you off. little intro. Porn music? I don't know what other... I don't know what kind of music I have. Uh, X-Files. No, you know, I don't need no music. I don't need no music. I just don't. All right. No music. <laughs> no music. No, all right. Well, I worked at all uh, because... You know, obviously, I've been working in Chicago, and yeah. uh, I worked at this old hospital, and it was really old. It didn't even have sprinkler systems. It had hoses and fire extinguishers. I mean, that's how old it is. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I am a boiler technician, so I maintain boilers and stuff like that, you know, pumps, okay. seals, motors, all that. Yeah. And uh, so the boiler room was probably the size of, say, like Walgreens, Okay. Okay. And there's a and our office looks out. You can look out to the whole boiler room. And right next to our boiler room was the morgue. So it was the only wing of the ho- of the of the hospital, and it was just the boiler room and the morgue. And it, the wall backed to the boiler room. So it was pretty creepy. Just just that you know right out yeah, the gate. Yeah. Like holy shit. And I and yeah and I was on midnights, so I worked midnights by myself most of the time. I had a partner two days a week. And I'm, I get a call for the ER, and it's the only, like, wing open is the ER. All the nurses are in their stations, all locked up, everything, lights are off, you know, boiler room, lights are off. And I come back from doing rounds or a call, I'm not sure what I had, and I walk into the boiler room, and there's this little girl standing right next to the boiler. And I completely froze. I didn't know what to do. I dropped my clipboard, and she was maybe, like, three feet tall. She had curly black hair. She's wearing this blue dress, and I just, I didn't know if it was real. I, I just, I couldn't even scream or anything. It just completely shocked me. Like paralysis. And I go, into the, I go into the office, and all the computers are off. Everything's off. I have no power. It was just a surreal experience for me. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was intense, man. And, you know, and we also had a penthouse, and it was right over the OR, the operating room, and there was only one elevator that went up there, and... Only, only thing up there is air handlers, and I saw this man walk by when I was doing rounds. He walked right by me, and I, was, I searched everywhere for this guy. I couldn't find him. It was creepy. That's another wow. experience I had. Too. I've had a few things like, <laughs> like I wouldn't believe if like you know someone else told me, but yeah, I've heard, I've heard like little kids say shit, and like nobody was there. Like I've had a couple things, had a couple things. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> my, it's funny you mentioned that because my aunt had experience when she was younger that uh, she forgot her scarf and she went upstairs and she said, you know, I forgot my scarf. She said it out loud to herself and she heard a voice say, I got it. Just like that. Wow. <laughs> that Holy shit. That would have been it for me. <laughs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. My buddy, I have one buddy who picks up uh, corpses for a funeral home and he's just some of the stuff he said, man, like, oh, just creepy. Just like the, and he's, he's gotta, experienced? He's got to go get them. He's got to go oh, get okay. them, like, to pick them up. And just the dead weight of the body is just insane. insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I didn't mention, but sometimes, because uh, we were the only wing on the hospital, it, you know, security would knock on the window and, you know, do the lift motion to me, and I would have to go help them lift the bodies onto the, the you know, to put them in the coolers. So that's oh another part of the job I had too there. Yeah. I mean, there's no one around. So, you know, they need help lifting a body. You know, I would have to go in there and give them a hand and 
Yeah. You know, they're all sitting around talking. Hey, how's your weekend? I'm like, I gotta get out of here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go take a shit. This isn't like a. a <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I got a story that's it's not in supernatural, but it always like kind of scared me when this guy told me. I knew this guy who uh, used to work in a morgue, and he said this other dude that he worked with told him one day, and he looked at him and he goes, "I would kill you if it wasn't against the law." What? Yeah, like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what about that guy? I think it was was it in Virginia? I don't know. It's it about probably about nine, ten years ago now. He was he worked at a morgue and and he, he was a funeral funeral home or something and, and they found like all the corpses on his property. He wasn't like putting them in the caskets, I guess, <laughs> for closed caskets. He was like keeping them on his property. Like that was pretty fucking sick. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Right? Like, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. it was a while ago, but not that long ago. Like, yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. weren't they weren't they saving weren't they saving the casket? They would have the wake, put the bodies in them, and then afterwards they would take the bodies out and reuse the caskets and that, store the bodies. I think so. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> What else? Do you do you have yeah. a special episode, Joe, for Halloween? Do you have anything special planned, or is it just the regular regular stuff? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm working on. Uh, I'm thinking about releasing maybe an episode every single day the week of Halloween, leading up to Halloween. Wow, that's so awesome! That's, yeah, I'm gonna do one every single day till Halloween, and then obviously put one out on Halloween too. But yeah, I mean, I always have stories coming in. I got clown stories, and you know, the biggest one is like Bloody Mary or Slenderman. Oh, yeah. People love those. those yes. What was that you a know. couple years ago too? Like, didn't a girl like kill a friend over over yeah, some Slender Man shit? Yeah. Like, that was crazy, crazy. Yeah, they just took like a plea deal too a couple days ago. I think I read in the in the paper. I thought so. so. Yeah. Oh. B- Bloody Mary was a big thing when I was a kid. Yes, like, it, that was same year, I think. Bloody Mary. Oh, and it's then, still um... it's still a big thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy. The other thing that uh, when I was a kid that was really big is like the witchcraft. Like all, all the girls are into like practicing witchcraft. Even what though, was that store? Yeah. Didn't we have a store around here like Chime the Company? It was all like yeah, like spooky candles and shit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> just just in time for Halloween, all these stories. I love them. I mean, you know what? I get so consumed with it. Like, cause I'm on Reddit looking for stories, and people submit them to me. And I get sometimes I get so consumed over it that I have to like take a step back and put on like impractical jokers or like you know some <laughs> something I can just get my mind off of all this gruesome horror stuff. Don't ever take any stories from Michael Nemeth. He's a real he's a real thief. There was a guy years ago. We actually had him on our show. He he, he had a profile as a horror author, and then like. I don't know, a couple days later, we started getting, like, mass emails that this guy was just stealing stuff off of, like, creepypasta. Uh, creepypasta. Creepypasta uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, stay away from Jan Michael Neiman. Jan Michael Vincent. I, uh, I, I, I don't even know. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> He was a jerk. Unless you yeah, are no. Michael Nemeth. Yeah, no, you're new, not. No, I can tell by your persona. voice. You're not Michael Nemeth. I know that. <laughs> or Mike Jolitz. Don't don't talk to Mike Jolitz, but that's another Mike Jolitz has some very scary podcasts that he does. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you have any, have you done any other podcast, Joe? Or do you have any other podcasts planned? I did. I made, I, you know what? I made another uh, podcast. I, I don't do them anymore, but I did one called Daily Segment Podcast. And there's, I only did 50 episodes, and it was pretty much just a, like 
just vent shit, you know, just get everything out of there, like, you know, family and, you know, marriage, whatever it is. I did. Yeah. And I made 50 episodes of it, and that was it. I was done. I pretty much pissed off my whole family making them. I mean, they hated me. <laughs> I think know? that's what I do every week. <laughs> they just, they just, they, they're disappointed, my family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I put an episode out, I get called on my phone saying, uh, can you please take that down? I'm like, no. <laughs> well, uh, what was more horrifying, your family stories or the horror stories? <laughs> Oh god! About the same. About the same. Okay. I, should put music, I should put music. I should put music in that one. Yeah. Okay. And noises in the background. And yeah. I like that. <laughs> With some screams and stuff. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh it's hard finding uh, sound effects. I'll tell you, I have probably like nine girl screams. That I have to like. I keep finding more and more. It's so hard to find different screams to use in the videos. Oh. It really is. I just use the same ones over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I started to and people were like dude I don't like that stream I'm like oh alright I'll find another one you know? wow. and then, now I have like probably nine <laughs> well, if you... I should just get on the mic and let my kids scream into the microphone I was say that or like you said you get like 10,000 downloads an episode you should just tell your fans that hey just send me screams just, you, you do better yeah, yeah you just yeah. scream and then you just like every episode like you throw one of their screams and not even tell them they gotta get was that me is that my scream is that my buddy's scream like <laughs> I know. I was Absolutely. Gonna, I was going to ask you, Joe, do you have a book? Like, it would probably be cool to, like, compile a book of, of these stories. Or I, I I should. I'm just so new into this. I mean, you know, four months ago, I'm just sitting on my couch playing with my kids. And then, you know, I'm such a mm. fan of horror and narrations. And, you know, a lot of questions I get is, like, well, why aren't you on YouTube? I get that a lot. Why aren't you on YouTube? Really? See, that and, I, a, you know, I make I my know. stories pretty quick. And, they're, you know, I'm not going to go on YouTube. And then people watch an ad, and then, yeah. I mean, you can kill my playlist pretty fast. And I have no intro, and I have no outro. So as soon as you hit play with my shows, I mean, the story starts, and then the story ends. It's, yeah. you know, and then it goes right to the next one. So there's like no, you're like, you know, hey, welcome to Cabin Nightmares, everyone. And so they have to hear that 35 times over yeah. and over. See, uh, YouTube's a, uh, would be the last thing I would suggest to somebody. It's, it's like, it's a hard build. Like, it's really tough building on YouTube. Absolutely. You know, I started on YouTube. I put a couple shows that I got maybe 70 subscribers, and then I was like, time for a podcast. And I just transferred all my media over to podcasting. Yeah. Audio drama, whatever they call it. It's weird calling it a podcast. It's audio drama, or they yeah. call it, you know. Serial drama. Yeah, or, you know, storytelling narrations, or they have so many names for it. So people ask, oh, how's your podcast? I'm like, oh, audio drama, podcast, whatever you want to call it. AM writing, you know? it's, it's all of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So. What what else do you yeah. like to do for fun, dude? Like, uh, what do you, like, is Halloween your favorite, your favorite holiday? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love Halloween. Well, I have two kids, uh, nine and three. Okay. So pretty much, all, and I'm married, so all my free time pretty much goes with the kids, or I'm writing stories, and yeah. you know, just doing every Father Day stuff. And then you know, I work midnights right now, so it's you know, it's kind of hard because I sleep all day. You still work the night shift? Yeah. Yeah, I am working night shift. I work downtown Chicago. You know, dangerous drive in the world I have. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you let your kids uh, watch horror movies? Uh, you know, no. I mean, they won't watch them anyways, but okay. I would let them, sure. Because, you know, we grew, I grew up with horror stuff, and, 
you know, I'm a nineties kid, so pretty much yeah. my whole summer's consist of a popsicle stick on Nickelodeon entertaining me. You know, stick stickly. <laughs> yes. You know? And yeah. we will we will watch, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Remember that show? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Yep. I grew up in the nineties too, yeah, man, so and I was all like Yeah. So I would beg I would beg my parents to stay up and watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think it came in at on like nine thirty. And I was like, please, can I stay able to watch it? And then, you know, halfway through it, I'm like, you know, fuck this. I won't time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my sister was more into the horror movies than I was when a kid, but I've seen, like, Chucky a thousand times because she would do this thing where she would watch a movie and then just play it again right after it was over. So <laughs> it was like, it was Chucky, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Scream, all the Scream movies over and over again. Yeah. Um, there was this one Jack Frost with it was a with killer the killer snowman. snowman. Yeah, the killer movie. snowman. Oh, Didn't the it. carrot like rape a girl? In yes. The bad time? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It wasn't it like uh, who was the guy uh, from fucking Spider Man? Wasn't it him? Oh, it might have been Michael Keaton or no? Oh, I, maybe I think it was. I, I think <laughs> so, right? Wasn't it Michael Keaton as a rapist snowman? Like I, I think it was. I think it fucking was. And the other thing too, back in the nineties, is I loved all the like the children's like um heart, like you said. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Goosebumps. And they had like goosebumps, See, and then like almost almost every other week there would be like a new one. I couldn't even name them all, but it would they, <laughs> they, like a WB would come up with one that was just like, oh, this is gonna be a scary story anthology, and it would you would get three episodes, and then it would get canceled did you watch the goosebumps movie though that was pretty cool with jack black yes yeah that i kids. actually really like that yeah and then it was, it was what's your what's your uh, favorite show on uh, nickelodeon from the 90s and oh, you can pick man. one that's a hard see one. i remember from the like... 80s it was like would you do that on television and, and there was like one other but then i remember wasn't hey dude what was that was that 90s or i, I don't even know i think i think I 90, for 90s i think doug I love Doug. Doug was Dog, cool. Yeah. All right. What What about you? What about Ren and Stimpy? Or the, that was Nick, right? Yeah. Well, Rocco's Modern Life. Don't forget. Oh that yeah. Oh, uh, hey, you go. You go back and watch Rocco's Modern Life, and you're like, I can't believe this shit was on Nickelodeon. Like, <laughs> it is so it. fucked up. Hold on, it's coming back. It's coming <laughs> back. Oh, just like episodes where like the the character skins are coming off and shit. Like, wow. it was, yeah, it, it was oh, fucking crazy, that man. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got rebooted. They're actually making new episodes of Rockers Modern Life now. So cool. <laughs> that's cool. yeah. I, I mean, that's you know, we were always always ninety shows. What about Pete and Pete? Or uh, what about uh, what is it? the other one with the camp? Camp on on a Yeah, yeah, you're short. Yeah, salute your shorts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember this one. What the fuck was it called? It was this girl that could turn into a puddle, and it was on for like a year. That's a raven? No, it wasn't that so <laughs> raven. It was like this girl, like uh, a, a truck of like uh, chemicals dumped on her, oh and like ever since then she yeah, gets her. Right. It, her name oh, was I Max. I think. I think it might have been like Max's world, or like I think the character's <laughs> name was Max. Yeah, it turned into a little silver puddle, and that was like, <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. would you do that? that was great. Just to hide yeah. from bullies, like you wanted that. I don't know. It's such a weird and make show. them slip of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great show. I remember that. Show. And she could fuck with like uh, electricity, I guess, too, or something. Uh, I don't wow. know. Wow. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a uh, Carissa explains it all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy, he always came through the window. He never used the front door. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I do remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. What is... 
<laughs> I remember all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> what do they have now? What does Nickelodeon do anymore? I don't even know. I was watching some. I was over. <laughs> I was hanging out with um uh. My little cousin, he's like 14, and they had That's Nickelodeon cool. on. Well, I was hanging out with my older cousin, but my little cousin was there. Oh, I was waiting for my older guy, cousin. Guy, so, guy. You know, whatever. I went for my older, but, but I stayed for my younger. But he had, I think he had Nickelodeon <laughs> on, and it was like these two like animal-looking dudes, and they're just singing like zombie butts or something, and there's all That's these zombies cool. like, like showing that. their butts. I was like, I, I don't know what's going on <laughs> they here. They have the new Ninja Turtles, which is cool. Like that I watch with my sons. Yeah. I, I don't watch anything else on there. Yeah, that's a great show, Ninja Turtles. That, oh, dude, yeah. I, that's what I'm going to ask, Joe. Do you get your kids into the stuff you were into as a, when you were a kid? Because that's, that's a cool Oh, ab- absolutely. I, they watch Home Alone, all those, like, Christmas, you know, uh, the great outdoors. I let them watch. And nice. All, like, John Candy movies and, you know, all the 90s movies that, that you know, we all grew up on. That's awesome. Yeah, I got my uh, middle son into uh, Gremlins this past summer. He loved oh, wow. that. And, uh... He, he he's the one more that loves the older stuff. Like he loves the original Transformers and yeah. and all the uh, all the older like eighties movies and stuff. Yeah, do you see how Gremlins is when you watch it back? It's it's very scary now. If you when you watch it when you're older, you're like, whoa, what was I watching? Back I don't then? know. I kind of find it like he was laughing, and I yeah, it was a couple times I was like, that's pretty creepy. That was pretty creepy, especially the ending when he just melts into a skeleton, like like that. Yeah, like. Creepy. My- <laughs> yeah but yeah he, he was exactly. just laughing he thought it was great he thought it was great <laughs> that's cool. great show yeah man yeah i i gotta get because i bought it before the the two pack came out before the gremlins one and two pack came out i just bought the first one i was like <clears throat> god damn i should have waited for the two pack no nah, but the second and third one kind of sucked anyways they had a third yeah <laughs> yeah it did it was pretty bad they had a third yeah, it was absolutely horrible. Two was all right. Two was like gimmicky, but it was okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's a, another thing I miss about like the '80s and the '90s with horror movies specifically is just like all the shitty sequels they throw out for yeah. like like Wishmaster. Like the first Wishmaster was great, and then it was like Wishmaster two, oh. Wishmaster three, Wishmaster four, and the rest were all crap. <laughs> yeah. But it was so oh. great. Leprechaun, the first Leprechaun yeah. was fucking oh, yes. great. Leprechaun. And then we went from like Leprechaun to Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Hellraiser seventeen. Yes. <laughs> Jason on the But moon. that was still cool. Like I don't know. Like I miss that. Like they don't do that anymore, you no. know. Yeah, uh, Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is your favorite oh, horror God. movie, Joe? Uh, Joe? What was that? I'm sorry. What's your favorite horror movie of like all time? Oh God, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan, so I'll go like okay. Devil's Rejects, Halloween remake. Yes. And House of a Thousand House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, bro, that was amazing. Yeah. I, I just love the not happy ending. I love. Like, <laughs> just being creeped out right to the end. Yep, absolutely. I, I, never, I mm, never saw... Great director. I never mm. saw his Halloween remake. Was it, like, better than the original? Was it a so tribute to the original? Like, like, it was both. It was, absolutely like... Absolutely way better. I mean, I would say way better. He went Modern, deeper. You know, it's great. He went deeper yeah. in the character you saw. Um, you saw Michael as a kid. Like, you saw what, what made him become... Like, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Yeah, I, no, I never watched it. No. I'm going to kick you out of your oh, own house. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet either. You but... guys suck. 
go go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was awesome. But I heard I never saw the sequel that he redid. I heard the sequel wasn't as good. No, I mean, I mean, you know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I liked it. House of a Thousand Corpses, though, that was amazing. And yeah, like I said, the first, like like you said, Joe, the first Halloween remake was so so good, so good that he did. Dude, yeah, we... it kind of makes the original look look pretty bad now. You know, yeah. you rewatch it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we have to wrap this up, Joe. I can't believe it went so fast. But where can everybody find you? Uh, I'm on iHeartRadio, Cabin Nightmare Stories. I'm on iTunes, Cabin Nightmare Stories, Google Play, Cabin Nightmare Stories, and most of them are all linked to my website if you want to submit any stories or anything like that. Nice, dude. All right, brother. Thanks for thanks for talking to us. Oh. Whoa! I didn't mean to do that. You did that? What a dick! <laughs> I don't He's know not Mike Jolitz! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I mean you guys to do that. You gotta separate you guys. It's, it's Sleepy Lucas giving you cards. Fuck. Joe, <laughs> we we love you. Love you, Joe. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hang up on you. It wasn't me, Joe, it was the ghost. No, it was, <laughs> it, was it was him. It was the ghost <laughs> of the Slamborghini. <laughs> very uh, scary spirit. We'll be back. He punches holes in things and punches holes. In the garbage can. Who's doing that? Must be the ghost of the Slamborghini. <laughs> the ghost of the most? This is the Slamborghini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Nuh-uh. Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes it coupon set Matt's a dapper dude dashing but I'm poop on mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. That ain't worry cause for sure that a rapper spitting verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySawSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! <laughs> this is Elmo, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Hey, kids, show me on me where they touched you. Where's the drizzle news? All right, let's hit some drizzle news. Fucking drunk drizzle news. Yeah, I could sing more Tom Petty. Yeah, you gotta do s- c- coma. You gotta coma. do Tom Putty. <laughs> Tom Putty. Where's drizzle news? Here we go. When when the moon hits your eye, 
That's Oh, did you want me to do Tom Putty or am I doing Turtle <laughs> no, News? News? Alright, this one? Yeah, yeah, I guess. All, all, oh. all four? All Drizzle. Raid the New Jersey town. T- <laughs> I'll drizzle all the we're gonna time. Drizzle, we're gonna drizzle all over this we're one. New drizzle all we're over gonna fucking asshole. We're gonna put. We're gonna drizzle sour cream on uh, your buttholes. Cheese steal. Yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah. that. Steal them from Amazon. Why not? Fuck yeah. Fuck Amazon. And uh, I will amend yeah. Slam's exploit for. That's the first Slam. <laughs> slam Bergini. Alright, we'll do those three. Iowa man slams ex-wife for allegedly leaving four kids home alone while in Europe, European. Neglect the bunga. An Iowa man slammed his former wife against the refrigerator for allegedly leaving her four children behind while she traveled to Europe. But added, he was not surprised at her actions. She was a typical card. Yeah, 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 what a cunt neglecting your children. You get slammed against a refrigerator. You get Lamborghini, bitch. Matthew Mackey told the syndicate Inside Edition that he was angry. Rage, rage issues and his ex-wife, Erin Mackey of Johnson, for leaving the children behind. But not shocked. I'm really angry, but I wish I could say I'm not surprised. But I am surprised, but I'm not. She's a fucking piece of shit. In my eyes, it was clear and deliberate intellectual act. Iowa mother left four kids home alone while she went to Europe, police say. Aaron Lee Mackey, 30, was arrested Tuesday, Thursday, or something fucking like that. And charged with four counts of child endangerment for the win and transferring a firearm to a person under 21. That's not cool, cunt. Yo, 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 she was a good fuck, but she was fucking crazy. Drops the police said Mackie tried but failed to make child care arrangements for her children. So what are you going to do? You're just going to leave them there like the pieces of shit they are and go to Europe and go to Wilderwag. Wilderwag thing, you said Friday. Mackie was contacted, contacted by police while she was in Germany being a fucking Nazi. What a fucking Nazi cunt. Don't go to Auschwitz, bitch. Stay home with your kids and get dominoes. And bring it to Drizzlebees. Yo, 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 only Nazis go to Germany. <laughs> Female teacher 25 gets prison for sexual conduct with boy. What did you do? <laughs> we can't take this <laughs> What? <laughs> I think I have another, like, stomach hurts. You do celebrity news. Holy shit, female teacher 25 gets prison for sexual contact with that. boy while watching Deadpool. Oh, <laughs> uh, you like that sex montage? <laughs> Let me put my hand on your wee-wee. That's a teacher. That's what she sounds like. Let me do the teacher. Oh, you want to watch Deadpool with me? Let's watch some Deadpool. There's some good sex scenes in that. Oh, 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 do you see that? This is what it feels like in real life. You should do <laughs> Tom Buddy. Let's do some Tom Buddy. So, this is uh, Tom Petty <laughs> when they when he well let's Lucas why don't you tell everybody yeah, the story about tell Tom Petty what happened Lucas and then I'm gonna do um he died Tom like, Petty he died on the, dip. on the toilet bowl no um what happened apparently they pronounced him dead okay 
they managed to get his heart jump started again. Ooh. But I guess it took too long and it left them brain dead. Ooh. So after a while, they just took him off life support and then pronounced him dead again. Well, see, what you didn't say is that after what well, you said after a while. So the thing is, they left him alive for uh, five more minutes, and in those five minutes, he did this. He did the American girl. <laughs> this is not funny. And there's another. T- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the way the news goes. You okay, Tom? Tom, you gonna get? I got the ambulance. I can call the Tom. You're gonna be okay, Tommy. That felt really terrible. <laughs> I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> I don't tell. I feel really dirty after that. I, I feel like I'm the, literally the worst person on the face of the earth right now. You already were. Well, I topped myself. <laughs> This is bag of shit died too. <laughs> His 13 year old oh, yeah. son, daughter, wife is upset, 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 upset. What's going on, everybody? This is Slim, and I got some celebrity news for you today. Crystal Hefner breaks silence uh, on, Hugh, on Hugh Hefner's death. I didn't even know this guy died. I completely he, forgot. I didn't know he's still alive. I know Tom Petty died. <laughs> I didn't know he died. 
Where was Lucas, eyebrows what, are the, what are the details? Sleepy, I have a yeah, new uh, guy. Sleepy Lucas, what are the details on Hugh Hefner's death? Go. All right, that was great. <laughs> She's heartbroken. Hugh Hefner's wife of almost five years just broke her silence on the Playboy founder's death. Oh, Crystal no. Hefner, 31. Wait, he was like 100 years old and his yeah, wife was 38? Yeah, he was 38 <laughs> years young and she was 29. <laughs> Crystal Hefner, 31, released a statement following Hef's uh, funeral at Westwood Village Memorial Park in Los Angeles on September 30th. The pornographic icon, who died at the age of 91 on September 27th, what what a dirty old man, was laid to rest next to Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, good for him. Here's, Here's her statement in full, V People. Here, I got a statement right here. Oh, you do? Nice. <laughs> I have another statement by her. Oh. <clears throat> I haven't been able to bring myself to write most people back to thank them for their condolences. Condolence. I am heartbroken. I am still in disbelief. We laid him to rest Saturday. He is in the place. He was always certain he wanted to spend eternity in a coffin. He was... He, he was an American hero. He like was an American Steven, girl. Like Steven Seagal. A what? pioneer. Steven Seagal's still alive. He's not like Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal's better than you have there. Because he's still alive. A kind and humble soul who opened up his <laughs> life, his What's ass, on, his huh? penis, and a lot of other stuff, and home to the world. I, I felt how much he loved me. I loved him so much. Oh, I loved him so much. <laughs> I am so grateful. They have so much money now that I wouldn't have had if I didn't suck this old bag of dicks dick for example. <laughs> Several months. He gave me life. And I gave him death. He gave me direction. Erection. He taught me <laughs> kindness. I feel eternally grateful to have been by his side. Ooh. Holding his hand. And telling him how much. I, I can't even do this. Like she, It was just about the money, right? Like She's got to be like. She's fucking. I, did have, his, I yeah. did have his last Everything words. I had her. his last words. Oh, you did. He said. Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. Uh, Crystal and Hef got engaged on December. Oh, wow. They were together for seven years. I heard um, they were planning a big weekend getaway when he said he was going to get this. Riggity, riggity, wreck, son. He wanted to get riggity, riggity, wreck. I don't know why he called her son, but. It was a little creepy. She's little creepy. A, oh, that's not bad. It's, she she was only his third wife. I would have thought this dude. Oh. Well, he probably had like fifty mistresses, and then like just three wives. I think he was just getting old though, because he was talking a lot of gibberish like this. What was he saying? Wubba lubba jub Oh. Yeah, every single one of the Playboy girls was his mistress. Oh yeah, didn't he? Uh, Crystal. According to TMZ, I heard he was really scary around the There we go. So, so, so Hollywood, Christian she Bogle? didn't, yeah, she didn't really care too much, but like she was really upset and all, but he did leave her $5 million. Mm. He also bought a 5,900 square foot house in her name back in 2013. Oh, put the whole mansion in her name. <laughs> I heard this is one of the last things he said, said to her, uh, 
I don't know. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> he wasn't that nice of a gentleman to to his fucking bitches. <laughs> what what OJ Simpson's daughter home cooking? Oh yeah, she's home <laughs> cooking for him. She's cooking. She's eating hot pockets. Hot pockets. Trader Joe's. Would you rather fuck OJ or her? I don't know. He's probably a sloppy party bottom after jail. Ooh, OJ Simpson could be eating home meals again. Cooked meals Ooh, again. Home cooked, cooked meals again. <laughs> if his daughter's grocery store run in Vegas is any indication. How much did she buy? A lot. Five Good. million dollars worth. That Good she for got, him. That she got after she killed Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Stocking up. And then Tom Is that Petty. A video? Tom Petty. Is a video of her gave her a loaf of bread. If anyone wants to see, All right, here's this is breaking news. So it's OJ's daughter putting groceries in a car. Where are ice? Where are ice in the face? What? I don't know. <laughs> they, they got ice in the face. There's some makeup. There's some Clinique. Uh, is this, what is this? That's yeah. an ad. Lucas, why are you playing ads? Because I'm addictive. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> He's a dick. Says Slambo on our instant messaging. Where's Slambo? No, no, should I call him again? No. I want to know his thoughts from Tom Petty. I want to hear him Tom Petty all over the place. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Big reveal. She's got a cart! How did you know? And that's a bag! We just gotta ask, how's your father doing? Two bags. Has he had his first meal yet? Is that what you're cooking him? <laughs> How's it feel to have your dad home? It's over there. Could you just tell us that he's doing good? <laughs> Are you afraid he's gonna slice his throat now? Hi. <laughs> Can you tell us about Tom Petty? Can you talk about your nights on the whereabouts? Tom Petty? Yes. Oh, he's, uh, he's dead, man. He's dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. We were wondering, Slam, but we were wondering if you could sing some Tom Petty for us. Ooh. Tom Petty? Yeah. All right. All right, hold on. Uh, let, 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 let me, uh, let me, um... Let me call you back in a couple minutes and I'll uh, call, okay. call call the show call, call the show number. The do, show you, number. Do, you, do you have the you have the show number? Yeah, yeah, I got All right. Okay. All right. Call the show number. I got music ready. All right. I got we'll, music. We'll talk to you in a little. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We're gonna have a special uh, guest singer. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> this Lamborghini hopefully calling up you. Oh wait, why did I start? I blew my load. I blew my load. Should should we do some real karaoke over the phone or should we just play porno music? No, I'm playing that while he sings Tom Petty. <laughs> okay. That's even better. I ruined the surprise. <clears throat> he doesn't know, he's not watching. He'll While be... we're waiting, we're going to play uh, Rick. Yeah, Rick and the President. Fighting the President. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? 
Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hey guys, it's Rider Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> this is Chris Tucker, motherfucker. And you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. They ain't got no black friends whatsoever, man. Ain't got no black friends. And they always hide in their wallets when I come over, bitches. It's a condenser mic. Okay, so. so oh, oh, okay, I see. All right, cool. We stepped it. He stepped it up, bro. Rick! Yo, what's up? What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Good, good. Rick from Ice in the Face. Yeah, bro. I'm late, man. I know, but it's okay, because we had stuff. Yeah. We had stuff. What, uh, are you guys, did you, were you guys on a break? Like, what, like, recently, like, where the fuck have we been, in other no, words? No, like, I just know that you said that we're coming, well, we're coming to Awesome Talk next week. Yes, yeah, Awesome Talk's been on a break. Okay. Awesome Talk's been on, like, a six-week break. That's why I didn't know, so, I didn't know if you took breaks from, because you guys do, like, three shows, right? Like, you do Awesome Talk. I'm gonna put oh, sour yeah. cream oh. all over your bunghole, baby! Yeah, yeah! I'm gonna put oh, sour cream! I can't get rid of this guy. Rob the Slim Show! <laughs> 
Yeah, this is uh, the ghost of Tom Petty, and I'm, uh, I'm, here, I'm here to sing you guys a song. But we don't need a song <laughs> anymore. We needed that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll have a seance another time, okay? That would be amazing. I want All to be right. there for that. <laughs> All right. Th- thank you, ghost of Tom Petty. <laughs> ghost of Tom Slammy. <laughs> That's what I didn't know. I didn't know, Rick, if you guys took a break from like all the shows at once. No, or... what happened is with, with Awesome Talk, usually when we get to the end of a season, we'll take a month off. Okay. And the idea is we're supposed to get a whole bunch of other shit done in the meantime. And usually I just go, you know what? I just need to be the fuck away from this for a minute and just catch right? my breath and See, then come back to it. I'm the psycho, like, because we take that one break and. I get my kids like we don't do the show but I'm still like I'm still messaging I'm still booking I'm still well that's the thing there is no actual getting away from it okay it's 24 hours a day you're still promoting and promoting like if I were fucking Bill Burr or Louis CK I wouldn't have to do that like people would not you know what I mean but like this you know where we're at it's like dude I can't just like let the shit just be silent for fucking 30 days like that's that's irresponsible (laughs) you know so there really is no getting the fuck away from it dude (laughs) Oh man! But Ice in the Face has been kind of kind of choppy lately too. Cause, okay, because um, I I thought you were still putting that up regular, regularly. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Like 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 that hasn't been like there hasn't been like planned time off. It's been like illness and shit like that has just oh, been in the way. So like it's just been fucking us up. Uh, but Ice in the Face never never breaks. Okay, there's no break for that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And you do one of those a month? or well, Ice in the face? Yeah. Ice in the face once a week. Once, once a week. week. Okay. Yeah, once a week. That's... If we take time off, that's impromptu. Like, that's not on purpose. We're not supposed to do that. We don't wow. want to do that. Okay. Like I said, if, if we're sick or some shit, then, mm. then yeah, we'll take some time off. But, wow. Even then, we've done the show sick as shit. We've done the show with the flu and everything, man. Like I've done the show with, like, two... Toothaches. Yeah, like, sure. Right. With like blood cu- and pus yeah. coming out of his mouth. See, that's basically. hardcore. I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, podcasting. I have six guests. I can't fucking cancel on six guests. Hell no. Like, right, 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 dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's rough. So, yeah, I've, man. I've had it where it's like that, and like once I go though, once we do the show, like I'm fine, and then yeah. as soon as we end, I'm just. Ex- in excruciating pain again. There's a high to doing a show. It man. is. Like, oh, like yeah. no matter what you do, dude. Cause, like I did music for 20 years and like I used to go out on stage and like I could go on stage sick and be not sick for that fucking hour and then come back and like, oh my that. God, I want to die. Yeah. When you guys came last, I, that was like some of the questions I didn't get to. I, th- I thought you were a musician. Yeah, I, well, I was in a band called Twine for... Well, Twine's like twenty years old this year. Wow! Yeah. But we've um we've only played like two shows in the last couple of years. It's like really impossible. You can't get six mentally ill people who are now adults and are also still mentally ill together <laughs> yeah. in a room and try to control everybody enough to be able to do this, especially when half of them have kids. It's such fucking it's fucking annoying. <laughs> but like, but it was a fucking wild twenty years with that fucking man. I mean, we yeah. played with Guar and Typo Negative and like. We played with uh, Goat Horror and a whole bunch of fucking metal bands like that. And, you know, we went all the way out to California and we worked with Rihanna's, like, director for a photo. We went to fucking Watts, man. That was a that was a trip, dude. What's that? <laughs> so, Watts in, uh, in California is a part of L.A. And uh, I remember getting there and we was we were with this guy, Rockwell. And he, he like, we go to get out of the truck and he's like a seven foot tall black guy. And he gets out of the truck and he goes, no, no, no. He goes... 
you guys stay here. I need to look around and make sure nobody's going to fucking kill you before you get out of the truck. Wow. And I'm like, holy shit. And he goes, holy you guys shit. are literally the only white guys in Watts right now. Oh, and I'm like, wow. wow. I'm honored. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. Honored. I think like, it's an Dre song. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, and, and we did our photo shoot there, and it was awesome because wow. while we were there, like, you know, people treated us like we were somebody, you know what I mean? Like yeah. honking their horn at us and shit because, like, we're taking, look, we're doing a photo shoot out there and whatnot. Wow, that's so, cool. That was a fucking, that was a crazy trip, man. Because we got flown out to Hollywood that weekend and, like, it was fully, we, like, we, we had that one rock star weekend with a record label where, like, they flew us out to California put us up in this fucking hotel like right next to the hollywood sign there was like a swimming pool on the roof oh, wow. you know and like it was just crazy it was just fucking crazy dude wow wow yeah uh, the last time we had you on our show and we had posted pictures and everything i actually work with a guy that came up to me he's like dude you hung out with rick i'm a huge fan of his band twine like he was yeah. like a big big fan of you guys it's like oh they're like my buddies i'm like all right dude dude it's so fucking annoying that everybody still likes my band <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. It's, dude, it's, it's, it's this, it's this like, fucking 20-year nightmare that I can't ever... I can't ever let it go. Like, too much work went into it, dude. Like, it, it, it's it's got, it's too big of a tower to just ignore. And I'm like, fuck, man. And we can't even, like, make any money or be famous or anything either. It's like, boy, that sucks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I, I miss it, though. I do miss it. I yeah. Miss being on stage. That's oh. fun. Oh, man. But yeah, man, that was a wild couple of years because, like I said, I mean, we played with Guar, we played with Typo yeah. Negative, and like we got invited to an after party with Typo Negative. And you know, Peter Steele's like seven foot one, and he had like, you know, he had fangs installed in his teeth and everything. Yeah. And he talks like this, you know, and he's like, <laughs> you guys want to come back to the party? And I'm like, and I was like, nah, I got my own party to go. So I turned down Peter Steele and go to a fucking totally different party, dude. And I'm like, looking back at his fucking party, and there's like sandwiches and women and like uh, drugs. And I'm like, fuck, why didn't I? Fuck these people. Why, why don't I go I back this? there? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think the bands are into the drugs anymore, man. Like it's, it's a totally different scene now, dude. Right? Yeah. Like you say the wrong thing, you get kicked off of festivals and shit uh, like that, man. Like it's a really like weird world, fruit dude. Platters and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all vegan and yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that PC shit was affecting musicians. Oh, wow. it's, been a, it's been a while. It's been a while yeah. that I heard that. Yeah, but, dude, and, and it's it's just it, Here's the thing, man, too. It's like it's like the problem with the whole PC thing is that it's, liberals are the ones that are fucking doing it. And it's twisted because I grew up thinking liberals fought for freedom of speech more than anybody. Yeah. And now it seems to be going the other way. And like, there, there, but there's no like logical deciphering between ignorance and and jokes and nuance and sarcasm. You know what I mean? No, it's like no. it's like this totally blank. There's no wall there that people recognize. It's like, oh, you said these words. Yes. And the words are all that matter. Yeah. And that's yeah. fucking twisted there's to no think that. Satire, they ignore like, context. Totally. Context doesn't mean anything. No, anymore, they yeah. don't get sarcasm. Even man. authors. Like, yeah. I've had, had authors. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you're an author? No. You're, you're garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the context. Like, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and that's the way it goes, dude. And like, Bands getting kicked off of fucking shows or that kind of shit. That's fucking crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, it's not like the 80s. And I'm not saying the 80s were good for any fucking reason, but like, chucking TVs out of fucking window and like, <laughs> shit like that. Like, nobody. Can you imagine a band chuck the TV out a window right now, dude? 
Like, it'd be, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, dude, you vandalized that hotel room. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you <laughs> almost hit a top. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Right, right. <laughs> now, now, what do you mean uh, bands getting kicked off a of stage? Like, it's something in their songs somebody hears, and they're like, oh, we got to get rid of them. Like, they don't, usually, like, listen to the songs beforehand. Usually, or? it's something that they say or do off, off, off. That's completely fucking stage. unrelated yeah. right. to what they do on stage. You know what I mean? But. Somebody know. looked this guy up on Facebook and he said this. We gotta get yeah, him off it's, it's actually kind of like that. It's, it's been oh, kind of like that. That's wow. Bad. I mean, look, man. Like, I like I understand when like when like people don't want to play with some guy who's like being convicted of sexually assaulting someone. Like that. Yeah. Like that. Like that Mike I understand. Fucking with Mike Jolens, dude. <laughs> What's up, Mike? <laughs> Mike Jolens, stop. We need to listen. Don't don't stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, oh, you said this word. You did that. I don't know, just, you said yeah. Mike Jolens sucks cockos. I know. You said Mike Jolens. I don't know. How did they know? <laughs> oh man. Fuck man. <laughs> but I do love the podcasting world. I know I always talk about that when I talk to you guys, dude. But. There's just something about it. It reminds yeah. me of being in a really healthy band scene in a way. Ooh, I talked to somebody earlier today about just that, just in, in messaging, like one of the guests. I, I don't even remember. Maybe it was John, John Gilligan, like just saying how like, yeah, the, the whole world is just gone the way of the podcast. Or did he yeah. say it in the interview? I think he said it during I the interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the interview. Like, yeah, where he said... And there's a good reason, man, because people want what they really want and they get that out of podcasting. Yeah. You don't like, even get that out of like Sirius XM anymore. Like, no, no, not no. It's not the same. It's it, it's just not the same. Podcasting, I think, embraces what what that was supposed to do. Yeah. And it's like recently, Sarah and I, we like we like watched like like I don't even know where the fuck my cable box is, dude. Like I don't watch regular ass TV. Like like I, I watch do. whatever I want, but I'm not doing it through my cable box. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and like yeah. So like we were watching like regular ass TV recently, like regular ass news and commercials, and I was like, this is the most bizarrely dystopian weirdest fakest fucking shit Dude. I've ever seen like this is what the whole world watches now man like they sit around like like this is real, and I'm like, this is crazy, dude. This is the like 1984. It's like what'll kill you in your house. Stay tuned three hours from now, and we'll tell yeah. you. They don't give a shit. Jeez, I hope I make it that long. Mystery thing doesn't kill me by then. It's yeah, ratings. Right. It's ratings. It's just yeah, it, it is, man. It is, dude. It's it fucking uh, like just like scarecore news, man. Like yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. Fuck. You know, and the radio, you know, the radio is the radio too. It's all, it's all the fucking part of the same conglomerate of fucking nonsense and yeah. just shoving the same shit down your throat that you've heard a million times and like. But like you said, with the liberal, like them, them, them running the media. Like I've thought that a lot recently. Like they, they run it for the most part. Like they want yeah. us, they want us scared. They fucking want us hating each other. Like it's worth do. money. Yeah, scared people are valuable, man. <laughs> yeah, scared people and horny people are worth the most fucking money, dude. Because <laughs> they'll consume the most shit. Yeah, and it goes it goes hand in hand because when you're scared, you just want to fuck like mm. that. That takes care I of know. it. You know, right? just, nothing just... extinguishes fear faster if than I'm dying. Orgasm. I don't want to get my nut off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. right like... <laughs> Like, look, if this is going to happen, there's only one way to go out. If I'm dying, I want to buy these butt plugs on AdamandEve.com <laughs> with this guy. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pull the trigger on this now because I got nothing to lose. <laughs> you don't even have to put it in a discreet box. <laughs> you just send it to I me. Want, 
exclamation points on the box. <laughs> I want the picture on the outside of the box so everybody who handles it knows that that's coming to me. Because I'm on my way out. Kegel balls. Yeah. <laughs> To slim. <laughs> yeah, and it's true, too. Like, you ask most people what they're going to do, like, if they ever hear, like, all right, the world's ending in six hours. It's I'm going to do all the drugs in the world. I'm going to fuck everybody. Like, right. And that's, and that's <laughs> it. And, 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 and really, if you think about it, that's the core of our being. Because if the world did end, everything that we think is important completely vanishes and no one will ever know it was here. Yeah. So, really, it's just all about... Getting fucked up and having sex. It's, yes. it's, that's the core of existence. <laughs> Fuck Socrates. <laughs> Fuck the unexamined life. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just want to get my nut off. <laughs> Fuck Greek mythology. Like, this is... Like... I mean, Greek, but there's a lot of sex in Greek mythology. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a lot of tits. <laughs> but nobody's going to care when we're annihilated by the sun. <laughs> the sun god. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've seen, Rick, performing? Like oh music? My God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what. What is the craziest? Probably thing has to something do? to do with the guy I work with. Like, <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> I got. I got to know who that is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Don't tell me. I, Not I, now. I don't want to know. I don't Off the air. <laughs> craziest thing oh, I've, I've ever. I don't know what the craziest thing I've ever seen was like 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 our band got we we got kicked out of and banned from a church once, Ooh. which was pretty interesting because they were they they asked us to come in and do like a fundraiser which I wasn't happy about because you know I'm like look look if you guys want to help people help people you don't have to take my money to ship Bibles overseas and other bullshit yeah but all right I got pressured into doing this shit I'll do this shit so they were like okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for bringing all these people. You're not allowed to curse on stage. And I'm like, our first song has the word fucking it 47 times. And like, that's not even an exaggeration. It literally has the word fucking it 47. Like, what the hell are we going to do here? And the other singer in my band, I mean, he just could not take it. Like, he just could He just got to the point where he was like, fuck you people. And they, pu they pulled the plug on us. Like, literally pulled the plug. Like, shut the lights off on us and everything. Wow. And they had to drag his ass out because he was like, fuck you people. And, like, it was it was awesome. That is <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So that, was, that was pretty fucking... Dude, pretty why would they nuts. hire you? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, got, I know, I know, I know Crack Baby Frank. <laughs> I know Crack Baby Frank well. Crack Baby Frank! Crack Baby Frank once. Uh, when we were a very young band in the late 90s. That's how fucking long wow. we're talking about here, okay? Yeah. And with yeah. that perspective... The 90s to millennials is what the 60s are to us. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, fucking twisted in my, in my head. But in the late 90s, yeah. we played the Old Stone Pony. Like, you remember the Old Stone Pony with the bleachers in the back? And, like, it was, like, a shithole. And, like, people took a dump in the sink. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, it was it was grimy back then, right? Yeah. So, like, we, we just wanted to do anything that would bring attention. So we dressed, <laughs> we dressed him up like a clown. And we, we, he came up on stage with us to sort of dance around with his shirt <laughs> off as a clown. And basically, we just pushed him off the stage and said, now everybody kick this guy's ass. And, like, people are chasing him and, like, punching the shit out of him all over the fucking stone pony. And afterwards, he comes up to us all bruised and shit, and he was like, that, that was, was awesome. Ass, bro. Can I, when can I do this again? Yeah, right. You know? So, he's a good guy. Yeah, I love that guy. He's a good sport, man. We gotta get him on our show. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, it was always a spectacle, man. Like, 
Crack baby. Crack baby loves crack. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What did you think about the, the, the season finale of Rick and Morty? Dude, let me tell you something. I, I, anybody who has anything bad to say about this season of Rick and Morty does not understand dark comedy. The season was great. I just didn't great. think the ending, I didn't think the finale was finale worthy. The finale didn't feel like a finale, but that doesn't mean it was a bad episode. It was yeah, still no. brilliant. It, oh, was. it was a great episode. It was a great episode. Um, here's the thing about these guys is, though, I don't feel like this is the end of the season. That's what I found. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I, I feel like cuz they when they announced drop it, another another show on us. They nev- when they when they, they announced it it was 14 it episodes way. long. Like right. this season was supposed to be 14 episodes. Right. Was it? So I think they might have like those four other episodes yeah. just sitting in a bag somewhere. Uh, I think they got to a point where they were like if we don't put something out now, like there's going to be a fucking riot. So like they got the 10 episodes that they could out. But like mm. I don't feel like it's the end of the season. Like and okay. plus plus they troll with they, they troll and fuck with their own audience yeah. in the most brilliant possible way. Yeah, they do. Like when the first episode of the season dropped on Facebook on April Fool's Day, <laughs> I was like, yes. You fucking motherfuckers. That's something I would have thought to do. Like that's dude. brilliant, yeah, that dude. Great, I'm like, yeah. this this episode is not real. It's not real. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Like nobody knew. Right. Like is this But like they know how to utilize mm. like like they're do they're using the internet correctly. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing to me that this motherfucker has been around since 1995. I didn't even know that. And, like, people still talk about the internet like it's this new endeavor. Like, we're all just getting on board now. And it's like, dude, like, this has been here forever, dude. And those guys are, like, straight up in tune with, with their own fucking audience. They're yeah. perfectly in tune with their own audience. They're what, like, everybody everybody needs. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I didn't know they had more episodes. I thought 10 was... The max. You know, when they announced season three, they said it was going to be 14 episodes long. And okay. then they changed yeah. it to 10. Oh! What was your favorite episode of the season? The Citadel. The, the Rick Lantis. Yeah. genius fucking episode. Dude, I mean, personally, like, like, I thought Whirly Durly... Whirly Durly was, was the, was the best because Whirly Durly... Whirly Durly covered everyone in one episode so fucking well. Yeah. But the mm. other thing, they shocked me with this season because I expected to see... Bird person, yes, Tammy and Mr. Poopy Butthole, That's and I'm all saying. these people, but instead they changed it up and focused on the family unit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what, like, what a completely interesting way to go. And they have that other door with all that political stuff still wide open to fuck with in the next season if they want to. Like, yeah, dude, the idea of coming up with a show with infinite universes and infinite possibilities and getting away with it, dude. Like, there's yeah. almost no danger of them ever becoming The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. You know, no danger of that downfall. They could always be fucked up forever, you know what I mean? <laughs> Holy. Well, that's what I was thinking. Even if even if they went season... Like, if this was the end, season four would be even more fucked up. Like Totally. Totally, man. Totally, dude. Like, like the, the next season... Fucking, man, I don't want to wait two years for a fucking... Oh, yeah, it's morning, hopefully... Dude. We're right, and they just like they, yeah. they got these four other episodes. Yeah, but I heard you know that, what was weird? Uh, did you say that they had a jump start on the season? Like they didn't? They're not waiting. Well, like, I've heard they're already like in the writers' room for season four. They like they've already be. jumped yeah. on it. Okay, but um, but yeah, uh, interesting about this season is like every episode I watched the first time I watched the episode, I didn't like it, and I think that was because I was expecting see, I wasn't to see all these things. But then I would watch each episode like three or four times, <laughs> and the more times I liked it. I mean, uh, the more times I watched it, I liked that episode more yeah. and more. Yeah. 
Which is weird because usually you watch something more and more. And it's like, oh, no, I don't like this anymore. But no, it's like reverse effect yeah. of that. And, yeah. and the writing is just so oh, damn ah, fucking yeah. brutally good, dude. And like every time, and like I hate to fucking be that guy because because it's like a stereotype now. But whenever yeah. anybody says, dude, I think Rick and Morty is stupid. Uh, I feel like I dude. need to grab them by the throat and be like, uh, how could you say such a thing? Like you, you, I have you one must friend not at work. get it. Like, I have one friend at work and I love him to death. But he's that one dude holding out like, oh, you talk, you're talking about that show again it's yeah like, right right bro just watch just that watch show, it oh bro and and get into it into yeah. it like don't just watch the first five minutes and go oh fuck this you know what i mean yeah <laughs> first off i don't know how the fuck you're not hooked in the first five minutes but if you aren't right? <laughs> no it's deep man Sorry. it is a fucking um, deep yeah show. i'd have to admit i mean i don't really watch tv i have never seen an episode of rick and morty i didn't know if you watched it yet lucas so you should check it out, but, dude. I mean, from what I hear about it, uh, it definitely does not sound stupid. I've all. had yeah. so many people tell us like they've they've checked it out because of us, and even Dave, uh, Dave Hodge said he. Yeah. I forget how many times he tried, and then we had Spencer, yeah. and he's like, "I tried one more time." And he's like, "I loved it." I Tony loved Tedesco it. on our show, he he had never seen it before, and we like sat down and we're like, "Look, just watch the first two minutes, dude." And he was locked in for like three. Hours. He couldn't leave. He's like, "Put the next one. Put the next one on." My episode was uh, <laughs> uh, Swifty, my first one. And I was like, mm. I, after I saw it, I'm like, F-. and it was like the first airing of it. I'm like, fuck, this is the best show The best ever. show I've ever seen, dude. <laughs> like, like, definitely, best. certainly the most important animated series since South Park dropped. Yes, I, yes. I have to say. And Absolutely. South Park, by the way, just as brilliant as it's always been. Mm. It, it's another show that remains that way. Is and, it? Because I haven't, I haven't watched it since probably like, the Somalian Pirates. I think the last season. four seasons are the best seasons of South Park, hands fucking down. Wow. I think if you're into the ty- into the depth of writing of Rick and Morty, you have to get back to South Park and watch the last couple to. seasons. I've always wanted to get totally back. worth it. South Park, I feel like sort of sort of maybe lost some steam somewhere. Because it was out for so long. Yeah. You know, like, you kind of get used to it being there. Like, like you kind of get numb to it after a while. Which, yeah. Which, you know, not the case for The Simpsons. The Simpsons just started to suck. That's oh, the fucking problem. Oh, dude. It was, like, but, the late 90s, I feel. Like, it just, it lost. There's it. a really great, like, document, like, short documentary on, um, on YouTube you can watch called What Happened to The Simpsons, I think. And yeah. this guy, like, scientifically breaks down <laughs> the greatest first, like, eight seasons of The Simpsons and then the decline that happened afterwards. And he completely breaks down how it went from a show that was an artistic masterpiece to, like, a totally fucking just sitcom bullshit yeah, show. Yes. Which is what happened. Man. Yeah. You know? I can't believe it's still fucking on, right? I can't, dude. It's like, yeah. it's like our whole lives. Yo, dude, it came out. I was in middle school. I was in fucking middle school. It, it might have been earlier than that because I can remember being, a, I can remember being about, 11 years old maybe yeah. and watching those those grimy clips that they had on the Tracy Ullman Trace, show yes, before, yes. It, before it dropped dude I remember my uncle had to eat my short shirt and I was like what's that like, yeah 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 right 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 fuck yeah man. man and I was yeah probably maybe elementary school yeah maybe I cannot fucking believe yeah. like it's like our whole lives dude yeah and it's like so many rumors too of that show getting cancelled it's all I remember like all oh, Simpsons are getting cancelled and then they just never got cancelled yeah. right <laughs> and like and I just gotta wonder like what sort of revenue is that still bringing in right? like, what do they of... do whose dick are they sucking and you gotta consider something else too man like when they started they had like a writing team of like 35 people and we're talking about writers like Conan O'Brien was a writer for that yes. show yes and like yes. now like like after season 8 they lost like 90% of their original writing crew and you think about that and you go oh no fucking wonder it like <laughs> fell apart no yes. wonder they like they, they instead of creating art 
they just were like, all right, here's the idiot husband and the wife, and then they're going to go through some zany antics, and then there's going to be, like, some bullshit moral at the end. Like, it just sucks, dude. You might as well be watching Everybody Loves Raymond. That Yeah, I, I think from, like, that early 90s time, I never I never watched until they had the crossover with Family Guy. So good. And now I'm done with Family Guy. Like, I've been yeah. done with them for a long time. Yeah, you're done with Family Guy, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. It's not something I regularly get into, but when I put it on, I'm not disappointed. Family Guy, South Park, like, but... Anytime I catch like American Dad, that that American Dad is good, and the Star Wars episodes of Family Guy you have to watch. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're too fucking good. <laughs> Any Star Wars adaptation is always <laughs> it's yeah. almost always fucking brilliant. So, I um I really got into Bob's Burgers for a while. Like I, can't. I thought the writing for that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and here's the thing: like, because I've had a lot of friends say they love it. Yeah, same thing with Gravity Falls. Yeah, Gravity, oh, Fall, Gravity Falls. I gotta get into it, and, and I watched a few episodes, and it was very good. Okay. Um. So I so I know that Bob's Burgers. I don't know why I can't get into it. I don't it's know. like Characters? Better Call Saul. Like I sort of started Better Call Saul, and I got into the first season, and now I'm like I'm two seasons behind, and I couldn't care less, and I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. in the Breaking Bad world. The Breaking Bad's the greatest show in the history of television. Yeah, I, I haven't watched that either. There's so much I'm Motherfucker, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I caught up that. on Better Call Saul, but it got to the point where, like, I do this thing when I'm, like, watching a series, and if I'm my attention is drifting from the series, it's just in the background. So I can't even tell you same thing. what happened the yeah. last season. Like, I watched it. But yeah. I was, like, watching dishes when it was on. Sure, dude. Dude, and, like, the, the way I absorb entertainment has evolved so much over the years. Because, like, I sit behind the Awesome Talk bar and work at my, like, two different computers. And Sarah sits on the other side of the room and works on a computer. We have, like, this big screen going with media on it. Wow. And if it captures our fucking attention, everything freezes and we're hooked. That's you know it, what I mean? yeah. Otherwise, it's like you said, it's sort of this background thing that goes on. I loosely understand what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'm focused on my own shit. Mm. You know what I mean? The only thing I've tried to watch is Rick and Morty. I, Absolutely. I sit down and get away from my computer to watch Rick and Morty. That's it. Yeah. I, and, I close and the computer, like all that shit. Mr. Robot. That's oh, another one I, I want to get into. Mr. Robot. So, yeah. Oh my really. god. I, I know I have to get up and show Rick something. All right. <laughs> Mr. Don't. Robot might be the Mr. Robot is so important that I'm surprised it's allowed on TV. That's one uh, my buddy Sauce. He's a, he's one of the, uh, independent rapper. He's talking right. about. Oh, dude. And I want to get into that. This is fucking awesome, man. Wow. Is that from the show? That, yeah. that is Elliot's journal from uh, season two. I can't like Dude, tell you what it was. Wow. But yeah. I, I can't oh, it imagine, is the like, most well-designed thing cool. in the world. Like All the little things in it. And every little thing, like you see all the, the cards and stuff hanging yeah, yeah. out, like they the, all have puzzles that you could sit uh, and like try to see, solve the puzzles. Like the stains inside of it. This, it's cool. this is, is why new media and the new entertainment world is genius. Yeah. yeah. Because it's crossing into the real world in this totally multimedia fucking way because it was like, I don't know if you remember, but after I think it was after the first season, they released this like... VR mini episode yes. that you could fucking watch, dude. So you could watch it in virtual reality. And then it comes back to the main season again. I'm like, this is fucking crazy, yeah. dude. Like, this isn't just, like, sitting down and watching, like, Full House when we were kids. Like, <laughs> this is, like, a fully immersed experience that we're in. Wow. And, and a show like Mr. Robot is, like, crossing in real-world issues with the fiction. It's barely fiction. I mean, yeah. it, it's sort of what's really happening, you know what I mean? It's fucking... Awesome. Dude. How long has it been around? Uh, they're going into season three, three. this month. Yep. Three. Wow. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, dude, Rob, you watch the, go on YouTube and look up the first five minutes. If you're not hooked in those first five <laughs> minutes, I swear oh, to fucking God, dude, like you will be, you just yeah, will be. You do, that's it, it. it. The first five minutes are that good. And the fucked up part is, is when we started watching it, I, I said, boy, this is going to suck because it's USA. Oh, is that what it's on? Wow. I, I just I just assumed. Yeah, like, you would because think. Because USA has a way of producing things. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, but then they, but they totally went like AMC with their shit and just redesigned oh, yeah. their entire approach. Okay. Like, good for you, man. This shit's the best, dude. So, without spoiling anything, I've seen uh, the did, you, did you, all the, time, the first right, season, like, how that. quickly did you know it was going on? Because I think, like, maybe the first episode, I was like, okay, I, I, I see the references. Like, I know kind of, um, like, the big plot twist. Yeah, I, I don't, uh,. I, I don't remember, but I feel like it was pretty early on. I realized yeah. there was sort of, um, uh, you know, a similar to a famous movie, to a, yeah, or a, right. a cult classic, a cult classic. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. And I think that was on purpose. Like I think the director, because I think he even came out and like, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And that's what I wanted to do. Totally like, an homage he, in a way. But he wanted to do the story of what happens after that character realizes that's going on. Right. Right. Which and is it, great. Brilliant. Right? Brilliant. Yeah. Now, the fact that it's yeah. going on this long, I, like what could possibly happen next? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That's what I was, so, oh my god! And, and, Just because the season finale of like, because season two was it was slow, but it was still really engaging. And then that ending was like, because for a while I was like, I don't know if I like the second season. And then yeah. that ending was like, oh my god, I love the fucking second season. Yeah, like, right. That, like it just built into it so well. And 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 the second and I, I can't wait to see where they go with this because the way the second season ends, there are so many. They closed and opened so many doors in oh, like yeah. five seconds. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Who said what now? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How are they going to connect all of this? How is this possible? And Sarah keeps cause Sarah keeps telling me, she's like, I think they're going to go with time travel on this. No. I'm like, dude, they go with time travel. I'm it done with the show. It. Yeah, no. I'm no. done with the show, They dude. can't do any science fiction elements because they made, they made it very grounded and they, they made... Um, I'll say this, that the character Elliot deals with a, uh, a mental illness. Yeah, yeah. And from what I've read is the way they portray that mental illness is very close to like people that deal with that in real life because it's a real thing. Yeah, right. They say it's very, very close to how they portray it. Like, this yeah. guy did his research. Like, yeah. he did it He did it right. And I love so, how like, he has everything can't. down right to the fucking gram. Yeah. You know, like, when he does drugs, like, he knows... If I take X amount right to this point, I won't get addicted as long oh, yeah, as I yeah. keep doing that. Like, it's just so, so fucking smart. Even dude. that, uh, that, that, that journal me. is brilliant because the journal, I'm oh, sorry, I was just going to say no. real quick. The journal is a bridge between uh, season one and season two. Yeah. And it's great because um, anybody who watches the, know, uh, the show knows that Elliot kind of breaks the, uh, the fourth wall yeah. and talks to the audience. So in the book, he talks to you and he says, I haven't been talking to you. So I'm yeah. writing this to you. And then it gets to a point like so when it catches up to the season in that book, he says, oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been writing in this because I'm talking to you again. Wow. So that's how you know, like it, it God, caught up with so the season. Good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Fuck. You want, want to take a break and then just keep recording? Yeah, so I was going to, uh, we'll, we'll sign off of IPM yeah. Nation and then we'll uh, we'll do a bonus hour. I or figure a half hour, hour. Yeah. Rick, where can everybody find you for uh, IPM? Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, you can find Ice in the Face at Ice Ice and that Rob from Random Ramblings always fucking makes fun of me because I say it like that. <laughs> like Ice and the Face. And it's like that. the Face. Yeah, it's like that Howard Stern movie. <laughs> yeah. Ice, Iceandtheface.com. <laughs> Uh, you could download us on Google Play, 
uh, iTunes, obviously. Um, you can get us directly off of Libsyn if you want a million other places. These podcast directories, they just suck from, yeah. from everywhere on their own now. from so, my teeth. Yeah, from the, from the podcasting teats. <laughs> uh, so you can check that out. Uh, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash ice in the face. We have a whole rewards program there that we're currently revamping again soon. Um, we do awesome talk. You guys are going to be on awesome talk oh. next week. Yeah. That's going to be our opening episode for... Uh, for season eight, cool, oh, and, awesome uh, season premiere. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that's going to be great because we're showing some original footage from the Juggalo March on that episode. Oh, cool. Because our sound guy's a Juggalo, and he went to the march. Oh, and, like, I, 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 oh, I saw that amazing. story, and then we saw the original story, and it just looked like it wasn't a story. Like it just looked like they were having fun. Like, yeah, I just didn't understand. And it usually is saying, like that. They were saying they were like a fucking angry mob, but it's they like weren't. They were just having fun. Yeah. I never bro. seen a group of people get such a bad rap for next yeah. to no I, fucking reason. I, I, I'm like, classified what? as a gang now by the FBI. That's like, crazy. They were <laughs> having a garbage fight. Ninety percent of jugglers I've ever met are really nice. Yeah, they're weird. That's yeah. fine. A little quirky. I, I'm yeah. not fucking like. Like Mr. Normal over no, here, dude. They're, they're not racist. They're no. not sexist. They, they don't have any of these. They don't have any of those fucked up traits. Like, they're all like good guys, right? The headline was like, well, we got to tell talk about the story. But then we were, someone was reading it for like a few minutes. And I'm like, dude, this is. It just seems kind of vanilla, thing, right? Yeah. 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 And, and that's, but that's sort of the point. You know what I mean? Is they're getting classified as like this violent group yeah. of people. And you're like, <laughs> looks to me like they're just. Having a good time. I don't really, and I'm pretty honest about it too. Like one guy's in an interview, and he was like, he was like, "This is my clown makeup. I know this is really stupid, but I love it, and I have fun." And I'm like, "Okay, what am I gonna do? Hate on your ass? That's ridiculous." Oh, that's fucking cool. You know. So we have that going on. So go to awesometalktv.com. I I think I think that 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 website is actually being rebuilt. We're also on Twitter. There, our Instagram is really is we we're posting that all the time awesome talk tv we also post ice in the face stuff there cool uh, and sarah and i also do a podcast called life with lyme about living with chronic lyme disease yeah. so you can find life with lyme on also on itunes and check that out on facebook at life with lyme podcast cool and thank you guys for having me on man no problem oh, man. Like i love I said, this fucking show if you want to stick around we'll do it like at least another half hour at least I can stick for some of that okay i'll right, stick cool. for some of that oh, all right so- i don't know do i have to take the bus I might have to run. I am drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we but might you, be back. But I think there's an 11. We'll figure it out. I'll look at the bus schedule. We'll figure we'll, it we'll, out. We'll figure it Sleepy out. Sleepy Lucas, take your pants off. All right, so if we don't come back, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll see you guys next week. Twice we'll be on Awesome Talk, so yeah. please tune into that. And tune in to Home Bar Productions on YouTube for that. And we're also, it's also going to be the first time we've ever streamed directly to Facebook. Cool. Too. So we're trying that out to see yeah. how that works out for Dude, us. Dude, cool. we so, do great on there. Yeah, on Facebook. So, so that's gonna be it's gonna be so fucking awesome, man. Cool, bro. Yeah, Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys again. Dude, thank you. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Okay. Have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to SoundCloud.com/slash/FatMolesRadio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us sick ass pods That'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com